Hello, everybody, and we're live with Dice with Death. Ryan, Hello. how are you? Hello. Wait, there's a new intro? Or are they trolling me? They are trolling you. Damn. They got gotcha. you. Or did it glitch out or something? No. No, no I think... Re- Just a perfectly re- ordinary re- intro, and as usual, chat's uh, pulling my leg. Full of lies and deceit. <sighs> mm-hmm. Well... What is new, Neil? Uh, well, I built a new map. Oh, this I, is new. This is. Not, I thought this is going to be like uh, Yaka or whatever it's called. Mm. Oh, spoilers! Sort of. Yaka it before is, it gets blown to pieces. It's Yaka before the storms came and the mountains rose. Mm. So it's um, the same landmass, but a completely different configuration. Some areas are sort of similar, but there's no mountains or there's very, very few mountains. There's no jungles. It's mostly plains and grasslands and light forests um, with some hilly areas in between. I'm hoping to create like a um, like an Italian peninsula or maybe like a, a Greek peninsula sort of thing. A little less rugged than the Greek peninsulas and a little bit more wild than the Italian peninsula, which Perfect. is just like, you know, a dick with a mountain running down it. Um, well, so. I, I am a Greek god. Aren't you so an Italian god? Oh, they're one and the same, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Bacchus. I'm Bacchus. Ah, Bacchus. Maybe yes. Also known as Dionysus. No. Di- yeah. <laughs> god of wine and. <laughs> God of hanging love handles. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, um, let's talk about the character you're gonna make. Yeah, so I've this. been fantasizing about uh, Indiana Jones or maybe Tomb Raider. I wasn't sure if, if I would go Laura Croft or Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. But uh, burst my bubble. I'm just kidding. I was kind of like, I was having trouble like coming up with a concept there that would be uh, like serious enough to be interesting, mm-hmm. right? Like he didn't want to be, yeah, don't want to be too campy, but just the right amount of campy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of reusing that uh, Chad character from Selkie. Oh, okay. Like with the leather jacket and the cool hat and the lasso. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But uh, I think you've saved us from, from Chad. <laughs> Chad, the man with the lasso. Um, well, we I think we should do something on that border between Age of Heroes and Age of Might. Where it's like, you are the last hero who gives way to an empire or something. Uh, a theory, in theory, like to run this character in a more like rapid leveling... Um, let's get up to the upper levels and maybe explore this island a little bit and do this um, maybe magic making. I don't know if you want to be a spellcaster, like a some love subset of wizard who ends up making your own items, or if you want to do <coughs> something so, else. Uh, yeah, so I was thinking I would dip into wizard for a lot of for the proficiencies. Mm-hmm. When we were talking, I mean, based on what I had originally uh, heard of this campaign Mm -hmm. but uh how would you feel about playing a highly heroic fighter wizard 
Yeah, I was think I was thinking I would do a multi class like a fighter, rogue, wizard. Maybe I don't need the rogue if we're not doing like tomb raiding, but uh, I think we'll help. We'll start with a little tomb raiding, but it probably won't be the um, okay. meat and potatoes of the campaign. <clears throat> so let's let's do let's do a stat by Ryan. Oh God! What? I know. That was. I think that was someone memed my face the last time you suggested a stat by system. Is it uh, too reprehensible? Yeah, I just had this look of disgust on my face, and it was just like the caption was like Neil asking, "Like, can I do a stat by?" And me going, like, <laughs> I, "I guess." <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd like to give you a heroic enough start that this can be one of those like age of heroes sort of people who rises out of uh, obscurity into uh greatdom greatness yeah I'd our like 46 to is not heroic enough they might be and i'd like you to have like a couple of 15s maybe 3 i don't know maybe i'm being 15 15 ain't shit in 2e <laughs> 16 or bust <laughs> I guess 15 int is fine. Yeah, I guess 15 on is alright. But... Um... So, do you wanna... We could do 46 and then just, like, roll it a couple times until it's uh, worthy of your characterness. Yeah, I don't... Like, what stat buys do you even have? I, I, I built I a sheet. I don't even understand stat buy enough to, like, work with it. But I, I built a sheet. You know, you <clears throat> buy points... A 15 is 81 points, a 16 is 97. You start with, I don't know, 300, 420 points. And, uh, you For a super shit. character, you start with 420? Uh, hero, heroic character, yeah. Of course. Did of you course. balance the system around, no, around that? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> it just... For a, actually, for a six stat system, you're supposed to start with 360, but when you add mm. a seven stat system, you add another 60 points and it becomes 420. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so we could do that, or you could roll 46. I, I don't really care. Whatever whatever makes us happy. But I want it to be cool. good. All right. Well, why don't we do one try of the 46s and see what happens? Um, should I try camera finagling, rolling the old-fashioned way, or should oh, we yeah. just do it? Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, I got these lovely brass guys. Ooh. So, let's see here. Let's see what we can do. A wedding dice? Oh. Are they wedding dice? Who's well, wedding? I don't know. You got you have brass dice. I have a brass die. Yeah. I don't know. If... All right. You're All wearing right. your Protoss shirt today. Very nice. Oh shit! All right, I'm getting. I dropped a die, but I'm gonna pick it up with my toes. Nice. Save us from too much cam jittering. It'll take more time, but I think it will be a more pleasant experience for the users, for the viewers. To see your toes? No, to not have to see me. Okay, so we're we're giving this a try. Can you like type these into roll twenty as I roll them? Yes. Oh. Can we see these? Oh, that's not bad. Six, six, three. These aren't very visible, are they? Uh, n a little visible. Six, six, three, one. And dropping okay, the so one. To the nine. script on these die is kind of hard to read. 
We got a four, four, three. Uh, two threes, but doesn't really matter. So six, six, three is 15. Four, four, three is 11. Oh, I swear that's a six over here. So six, four, six, six. One. So that's uh, 16. This, these stats could do. We'll find out. Yeah, these are nice. Um, so that's a six, four, three. Dropping the one. Six, four, three. Hold on. That's a, that's a 13. Six, four, three, one. Goes to 13. Uh, six, four, two. And that's a one off the edge. I'm not going to bother moving. Right. Uh, that'll give us 12. One, two, three, four, five, four. One, two, three, four, five, two more. Uh, six, three, and there's another three. Six, three, three, two is 12. Come on, I need like 117. Is this the last one? One, two, three, four. Yeah. And meh, six, five, three. There's a five under that. Cord there. Five. That's six five three three. So that gets us fourteen. Oh, we're so close. Mm. Let's say you Neil. I wanna... say you re-roll the fourteen. <laughs> oh, I got an eighteen. Great. <laughs> oh, it's off camera. Yay. Why the why the fourteen? Why not the eleven? You gotta have some flavor. Oh, yeah. Tell all right, judges. It's Is kind of it? on its edge, but it's a heavy die. Where else would it have rolled? You know, it <laughs> looks legit to me. All right, that's another fifteen. All right, so we got two fifteens, a sixteen, an eleven, a thirteen, and two twelves. Or you can drop the. Well, I don't know. You got eight <clears throat> stats. You can pick seven of them. I don't give a shit. It'll be fine. Um, Should I fine. do this on a character sheet or on or in like a roll twenty character sheet? Um, I have created a roll twenty character sheet if you so desire, but I know I like to typically use hand papers. Um, I know McTacky loves when we use. So it... Oh, um, all right, rat um, battle. Yeah, I, have, I will give this character sheet a try. Excuse me. Oh. Is it this forty sixty one character? Uh huh. Right, popping it out. Um, I was entertaining the idea of using martial arts stuff because I feel like that pairs well with a wizard, but a wizard can't get it. Mm hmm. Um, but we'll see. Oh, so it doesn't auto fill in stats here, or does it? No, it won't fill sub stats yet. Working on it. In development. Fifteen. 11, 16. We were going to start at a high level, but we didn't use the 420 stat points. But the 420 stat points have gotten me a higher level? No, it was a, it was a cannabis joke. Mm. High level, 420 stat points, yeah. Wasn't very good. Now, elves get 
plus one dex, minus one con, right? Yes. Do you want to play an elf? Um, I was entertaining it, but maybe not. Could also be a half elf, right? I mean, I've got to be. I've got to be mixed race in order to multi-class, the multi-class right? Multi-class, yeah. Um, okay. I was th- I was I was thinking I may just do like half elf and have a character that's ambiguously sure elven. That works for me. Um, um, the other, or, ooh, but half elves have stupid level restrictions. We might just throw away level restrictions. I mean, how high level do you think we're going to get to? Like the level restrictions are like twelve. You want me to get past level twelve? I want you to get it to fourteen. What? You just want to like? I worked. I worked for years, slogged through your hellish campaign settings to get Grimes to level thirteen, and you're just going to easy mode me to fourteen. To... I'm not saying easy mode, but I've. I've broken permanency into greater permanency and lesser permanency. Lesser mm-hmm. permanency is at 14, usable for items. Greater permanency is how you make spell effects permanent on yourself. That's that a much way... better way to do it. Like, they just crammed way too much into the permanency spell. Right. And they so that way you even can... just call it something else. So now you can make magic items Dance. at 14, which mm-hmm. is nice, because then it's potions at 9, potions and scrolls at 9, wands at 12, like, magic items at 14, and then, like, personal magical effects at... 16, mm-hmm. which I think just is so much smoother. Do half elves get a bonus with swords? I don't think so. I think that's a cultural that's thing. Elves. It's elven culture, man. You wouldn't understand. Uh, what did I? Where does dice go? Oh. Foolishly put my epic set of die back in the basic dice bag. Where are the level restrictions? It's then the DMG. I got the old version of the DMG in front of me. It's on page 16. It's under chapter three, races, player character races. Hold on a second. I wanted to look up the... So So, half-elf wizards max at 12, but if you have 16 int, you can bring it to 14. And a half-elf fighter maxes at 14. And if you have 15 strength, you can get it to uh, another level higher. So you could do level 15, 14, Fighter Mage, if you have a 15 in Strength, and a 16 in Int. In Strength is kind of a bummer. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's like, 15 is just good enough to be cool. Oh wait, I think you can do it with 14? I think you can do it with 14 Strength as well. Maybe I don't really have a 14, unless I swap out the 14. You could swap, yeah, the 14 for the 11. Yeah, 14, 15 gives you plus 1, 16, 17 gives you plus 2 to level, 18 gives you plus 3, 14 gives you plus 4. So you could drop the 11, keep the 14. God, I love this rap battle track. It's so good. Did you think playing an elf would be too complicated? Uh, no, I just thought it would be a little odd for an elf to be coming from this, like, small yeah. human village in the hills. 
right. I didn't um, even consider doing this from the elves' perspective, but there are elves on the island. Nah, we, I think I'll do a Ooh. ambiguous like half elf. In what are you doing? That you're gonna do an ambiguous half elf. I, I mean, I think I will. I will use half elf because it's mechanically required. But I think my character will just be like vaguely. You had like one great grandfather who was a, an elf. I mean, I think that makes more sense. Like, I feel like calling like half elf literally like needing to be one parent was an elf and one parent was mm-hmm. a human. I kind of interpret it as more as just like you've got some fey ancestry. Mm-hmm. Like one of, in, in the age of mist, one of your ancestors got it on with a, with a dryad or something. So yeah. there's like this re- recessive elven magic that pops up every couple generations or something like that. I think that works really well because I typically have half elves, like honest half elves be sterile, like a mule. Um, mm-hmm. So like... You know, a little bit of nymph, a little bit of dryad somewhere in your bloodline showing through here or there. Yeah. Sounds perfect. I'm probably not actually nymph or dryad. I mean, we'll, we'll save that for the uh, speculation. Mm-hmm. But anyways, player hobgoblin. So half-elves do not get, like, sword bonuses or anything like that. They unfortunately do not. So we want to do that 16 into intelligence. And then... Take a look. 16 intelligence gives me... What? You want to get me to 7th level spells? Oh, but I need to get... I need to have 16 intelligence to... Max, get a higher max spell level. Yeah. If that's okay, if you don't mind playing to higher levels than typical. Then 15 decks will give me a bonus to AC. I'll do 15 decks, 15 con. I'll swap out that 11 for the 14 in strength get a level boost. Are we going to, are you thinking to start at level one or start at a, I think we're going to start at level one, Um, but I think it's going to do some like, you know, heroic stuff with higher levels, higher amounts of quest XP. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, I haven't really. I was hoping today we could kick around some ideas and generate stuff to flesh it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's another component to this that I've been waiting for a moment when you're done filling something out to tell you about. Um, that I hope is going to be interesting. I want to, as you can maybe see, this is a hex grid map, yeah. and I want to not ever show you the full map and do some, like, old-school... You got, like, your own piece of paper, and you, like, map out the terrain as you go, so that way you're like, okay, well, I know I'm, like, ten squares over here, and my hometown is to the east, but is it, like, northeast or southeast? And you've got your own map versus the map that you're walking on. Um, And I don't know if that will be fun or super difficult, but I think you will enjoy building a map of where you go and, like, referring to your own parchment... 
maybe. Or it Fair might enough. be super fucking boring, in which case we can stop doing that shit bullshit. Maybe one of the first things you make is a magic map that shows you the whole area. <laughs> and not quite coincidentally, but this will also probably be the same landmass and same map that we do our uh, Frofro whatever our Frofro group map of whatever our next Frofro yeah. campaign people thingy is what do we call the the super cool kids club game that's what it is SCCC super cool SCKC oh yeah can't spell kids with it, or you can spell cool with a K. You could and club with a K. Yeah, no, SCKC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not putting on any hoods when I go to the Publix or whatever. You seen that shit? What shit? People wearing KKK hoods to uh, follow along with quarantine procedures of wearing masks in super uh, and grocery stores. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. It's only happened a couple of times, but like, ooh, it is getting spicy and authoritarian in my country. We don't have publics out here in Colorado, uh, or at least not in my part of Colorado, but these are news reports I've read or seen pictures of from, I don't know where publics are, but something tells me it's in that southern Bible Belt region. All right. Florida? Yeah, Florida. What a state. Their felons get the right to vote just in time for there to be maybe no option to vote. So should I... So are you thinking fighter wizard? No reason to bother with a rogue. I think fighter wizard would be cool. Mm-hmm. Fighter wizard... You'll be able to get like expertise, if not specialization. So you'll get higher attack rates, and then you'll craft for yourself magic weapons and shit. Long run. What the? What's, what's a blade singer mean, guys? What the fuck is a blade singer? I don't. It's like, no. It's like an elf who uses swords and casts spells and sings while they swing their swords. So the original concept I was going to go with was like a an archaeologist, archaeologist type, multi-class wizard, mm -hmm. and use the fighter stuff to get a bunch of proficiencies in like uh, martial arts type stuff, and nice. see if I could use like a bow staff quarter like use the quarter staff as a martial arts weapon, and basically go unarmored and robed, and yes. use the. Uh, there's a martial arts style that gives you a bonus to AC when you are unarmored and only armed with martial arts weapons. Mm hmm. I'll have a plus one from Dex. Yeah. Okay, so it seems like that's maybe preferable. That seems pretty sweet. 
Especially was, since this is going to be a, a low-tech, small city-state thing, like the pinnacle of armor is going to be hoplite armor. Um, so having a character who is like maybe lightly armored or whatever, run around doing mm-hmm. shit would be sweet. Did you have a 14 to put into strength? Um, I do have a 14 to put into yeah. strength. I guess, I guess that is optional. You don't have to. You don't need to be. You need the fourteen in wizard to get oh, okay. lesser permanency, but you don't need a fourteen. I don't think a fourteen inch. anywhere else gets me anything. So yeah, this is just this plate. It's just so edgy. I can't do it. Guild tattoos. You like pre barbarian. You like sing your heart out to make yourself fight better. And she seems kind of OP. Have like a magic tuba flo- floating behind you to like accompany you. <laughs> their defense is equal to their level divided by two plus one. That's smoky their shit. bonus to AC. Yeah, that's pretty fucking sweet. Seventh level Blade Singer has plus four AC. Doesn't apply to rear or missile attacks. Yeah, but like that stacks with your armor and your decks mm-hmm. and your shields and mm-hmm. shit. Don't give in to the edge. Do it. Yeah, this is, I think this is from Complete Book of Elves. Yeah. Alright. Combat. Skills. Let's see, so I I get the best of both. Meaning I get four weapon. Four non-weapon. Uh, does wizard get four non-weapon? Yes, sir. And then I will get six for my five for my intelligence. Whew. Ooh, that page is broken. Hmm. Do you see the combat tab is all wonky and fucked up? Uh, what's wonky about it? I guess it looks great on yours. If you see the stream, you'll see that it's broken on mine. Um, It's probably just an older version that needed some updates. Fine. So I'm thinking to be some kind of uh, maybe like almost like monk type character. Obviously, I won't be taking like cleric stuff, but yeah, to like justify the martial mm-hmm. arts and like the traveling the world in pursuit of uh, knowledge and wisdom. Mm-hmm. Are there ancient ruins or have they not even been there will there won't be like ancient. They will be a few hundred years old instead of like thousands of years old. Okay. Um, and they'll probably be more like, you know, the great hero Perseus lived for so long and developed this city state, and then his tomb is buried here. And it'd be like the tomb of a very specific hero you would be going after to like steal their shit if that was what your uh, jam was. Okay. 
I don't think we'll, that's probably what we'll open with is like one of these more minor heroes who didn't ever quite reach the like saving the world, but like saved a town or saved a village somewhere once upon a time. Um, it has got some, some light shit. Alright, let's see. Martial arts styles. So style D will give me a plus two bonus to AC. Mm -hmm. It says unarmed and unarmored, but I assume that if you're using martial arts weapons. That seems legit. I think that I think I mentioned that somewhere. biggest problem when you're a DM is building cool shit and then not being able to tell people about it because you don't want it to spoil the campaign. Yeah. Having ideas, but then being, like, unable to tell them. Sort of scratch that itch by talking to Lauren about him. And that kind of works. She's a great listener, and she's always enthusiastic. But she doesn't really get it. <laughs> She hasn't played a lot of D&D in her time. But she sort of gets it all. She has been listening <clears throat> through the walls and the doors to me yell at you all for seven years now. So she kind of gets it all. Lauren is my wife. Yeah. I mean, Aaron gets basically none of it. I don't think she's ever played D&D. She's not around when you when you play, right? Oh, she's around. She hates it. <laughs> she's not around now, but really, were you not privy to any of this? I didn't realize she hates it. How did she I think hate I'm it? Just, I've just got an annoying voice, and she hears me uh, talking to the walls. And don't say that, Ryan. That's not true. <laughs> apparently, sometimes I'm in a bad mood after a session. I don't know. Oh. She's like, you've been playing for four hours. Why aren't you in a better mood? Honey, it's stressful. I almost died. <laughs> are there any combat style weapons or combat styles that are useful? Probably not. The two hand, right? Because, uh, Stabs are a two-handed weapon, right? Uh, I think you can... I mean, they're... Yeah, I think they're... Okay, yeah, I think they're... Mm -hmm. um, not some... Actually, the one-handed weapon style lets you buff your AC. I don't... Maybe this is crazy. But what do you think about the point by... Not the point by... The um, skills and powers... It's I, really I see that glint in your it's eyes. It's really complicated. I usually don't have like the right. It just like takes so much to dig through, and it does take a little while to set up, right? Yeah, but everyone I have, saw I actually have that the skills and the brightness ahead. in your eyes when I said skills and powers. There yeah. was like this gleam of oh my god, there's so much in there. Yeah, you don't have a skills and powers on hand. 
I don't have one on hand. I'd have to like go through Purple Worm, which is. Well, that is a bit of a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. Um. Now that I'm looking at this one-handed weapon style, doing like a sword with the one and an open hand free for spell components or one-handed weapon, build your own blade singer kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That could work too. In skills and powers, there's a plus two bonus to AC if unarmored and unencumbered. Unarmored fighters. and unencumbered? unencumbered. Mm-hmm. For fighters. Oh, God. I don't know if you want to go down that route. I, it's tempting for for the stat, for the bonuses, but mm-hmm. we could just throw that in as a proficiency. But yeah. yeah. What do they call it? Defense bonus. Yeah, it's very straightforward. Hmm. There's some cool fighter stuff. I don't know if there's cool wizard stuff. I think all the cool wizard stuff is just like, I'm not going to have these schools of spells so I can get more points Mm -hmm. for doing other stuff. Instead of doing the martial arts, I could do the one-handed weapon style and just do like a sword in one hand and a and just get a plus two AC that way. Because you could take two of them? You could take it twice? Yeah. Yeah. Dex is 15, so it's going to get one from that anyway. So that'd be three AC from that alone. Mm-hmm. You'll probably need higher than 13 AC, though. Oh, I guess once you have armor, that'll bring you to the, 17. The armor spell, like, it's hard to pass up. I was thinking I'd mostly be spending my spell slots on investigation-type stuff, so just mm-hmm. having, like, detect magics and identifies to... Yeah. Support spells, combat, not combat mostly spells. relying on my... Uh... Yeah, anyways. That's pretty legit. I mean, if that's... Uh... Oh, I can't get appraising as a uh, unless I take rogue, but that's probably not worth it, is it? What does arcanology do? You're just like familiar with the great wizards of the past, okay? And you can like identify shit of theirs by the work that they've done, or you know, lore shit about them. Arcanology, yeah. Literacy. Aki trying to get me to use skills and powers. I think there are some different combat. What do you call them? Not. uh, Yeah, combat styles in the skills and powers. I think there are additional ones that aren't in the combat and tactics. They're good ones, though. So how does this work? I would have it's like a you start with a set number of points based on this is going to spend the next we're going to spend the entire session doing math to figure out how many points I have. God knows we hate math and we hate making elaborate characters for hours on end. We don't have to go that route. Like I'm already adding proficiencies, but these wouldn't Mm. uh, wouldn't even be relevant. 
Um, let's see. There are numerous types of fighting styles that originated, blah, blah, blah. Character can spend proficiency slots, blah, blah, blah. Players are encouraged to do a little research before they try and build a case for a specific fighting style. Some of the suggested benefits for the use are minus one to AC, plus one to hit or damage. Character can ignore penalties for fighting with two weapons. Character gets a free kick or punch as well as weapon attack. Yeah. We could make some more crazy combat specialization stuffs if you want to throw... Um, Weapon proficiencies into defensive stuff. I mean, I think the reality is you'll probably end up like... One of the things you'll end up raiding is probably some guy with like... Racers of Defense! AC-14! Yeah. And then you like, just swipe that shit and add your own three defense to that to make it 17. Was Spellcraft is a two-slot proficiency? Sorry, Jedro. We were doing character stats for so long until it became too popular. And now I can't keep up with all the subs. We were spending like half of our stream hours making characters. <laughs> Just it was too much. Probably gonna get killed by a bite, a big slug. Session three. Oh, giant slugs. What a beautiful creature. Love them. Uh, you just you you just nerfed spellcraft in general, right? I don't think so. Did to I? make it a two slot proficiency, right? It was always a two slot proficiency. No. Was it three? It was a one slot. Wait, so what, I would nerfed it and then made it a two slot? No, no, no. You made it a two you made it a two slot. Oh, oh, From that is punch. the nerf to it, is yes, what you're saying. Yes, okay. yes, Right? That sounds yeah. like something I would do. I think I tried to make it... I'll craft two slots here, yeah? No? Well, here's your opportunity to tell me I'm full of shit and it should be one slot. Um, it's a very powerful proficiency if you use it rigorously, or if you're like a stickler about using it. It basically lets you identify spells as they're being cast. <clears throat> I would tend to, I like, I like most of what you've done with the proficiencies. My instinct or my inclination though is to chop them up into smaller bits and stack them. So like I had suggested you break down the crazy multi-slot healing into like sub-slots like a first aid like a field dressing and then like right. a more like long-term care based proficiency i would think to separate spellcraft like separate it into arcanology and then like combat based spell crafting like being able to identify spells versus hey, i added i don't know it needs a rework uh, but okay well i'm open to it we did break healing into first aid and healing did you know cool. i did yes and first aid is an all class. That's basically just allows you to instant bind wounds. Was that the idea? Yes. Or yes. yeah. That's pretty much all it does. And then healing is a one slot. Oh, but, but it, it requires a... anatomy and first aid. Right. So it's a total three slot stat in the yeah. end. 
Which and I think is heal- nice because you can would take five, right? To get or healing and herbalism would take five slots. Yeah, yeah. The, in that case, you're like a dedicated healer, which I think is is nicer this way. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do we, th- what do we think Neil and chat about martial artist with a staff versus sword mage? Well, I like the non-traditional staff approach. And if it's going to have sort of Greco-Roman th- motifs, and like technology and social structure. Uh, I think going staff or spear is a great way and staves and spears are very, very similar. A spear is basically mm-hmm. a staff with a pointy thing at the end. Um, is a spear a martial arts weapon? It is in Asia. Yeah, there's some really, o- there's some OP martial arts weapons that I was kind of avoiding initially just based on the feel of it, but... Nodachi? Nodachi is not a martial arts weapon, but there's like some some that I haven't even heard of. Like there's a there's a martial arts weapon that has like a shield in the middle and like spears on both ends and like gives you an fuck? AC bonus for the shield and you and you threaten your flanks because it's got a, it's two spears. It's a double ultra spear and it deals like D8 damage. It's nice. like why would you ever not take this unless your DM's like no we're not in whatever weird campaign setting combat tactics you're imagining. Nice. Giga Spear, yes. You're going to drop like an epic magic sword into my lap as soon as we start. I'm frustrated that I didn't go with the sword. Oops. I actually haven't thought of too far ahead to to loots and stuff. Yeah, we'll we'll get we'll do some cool stuff. I made um, a set of magic items for the Rohana of Arcadia, not like Rohana the Diviner in Shadowbrook, oh, okay. but like the historic. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Kuban Rohana and I, I've been wanting to like play that story out but it keeps not happening so I might just steal some of her shit be like this is the shit that you slowly develop with some cool mm-hmm. shit Tumbling lets you increase your unarmed attacks by plus two. (laughs) (laughs) I probably won't bother with that. I'll mostly be using a staff, but... If I do two-handed weapon, it would increase my initiative by three. Or should I just take that defense style and buff my AC? Do you want to introduce that, or is that stupid uh i think the defense style in addition to the one-handed defense i don't okay, have one hit only... 
Oh, you don't have one-handed fighting style? Uh, uh, the martial arts style, which grants a okay. free block, and it grants plus two to AC. Okay. You say you think stacking those sounds stupid? That's some... Yeah, I think stacking those gets a little cray-cray. I mean, that's that's what that's what would have happened if we had gone the skills and powers route. Right, I know. <laughs> um... Well, no, no, this is the fine. Age of Heroes. This is supposed to be, like, before when the world was sort of new and everything was untamed and, you know, great people were arising out of nothing and they were, like, you know, greater than anyone could be later in life sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm actually comfortable we'll with see. that. We'll see. Um, I think I'll skip on the crafting, even if we're doing magic item creation. Yeah, because that's someone else be, make it. That'll be that's like later shit slots. anyway. Okay. Yeah. Do I what need slots adventuring would you take stuff? for crafting anyway? I wouldn't. Uh, like I don't know. There's like oh, like, like blacksmithing and stuff. Shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Was that? yeah you sure won't need to be the. Made me think about that, but you'll find a master craftsman to make you the thing to enchant yourself. It's cool. It's legit. So do I want adventuring proficiencies or knowledge? Like, do I want to grab folklore and history and ancient languages? That was originally the route I was thinking, um, but I'm wondering if swimming and first aid... Or, sorry, swimming and... Yeah, maybe even first aid. Well, you'll be... I think let's start with the adventuring proficiencies, and then Mm -hmm. you'll be leveling, so you can tack on the other stuff as you go about swimming first aid yeah and we might bounce around a little bit in your your lifetime you know like we might do your first few levels as a a young man and then like skip ahead 10 years when you're like a slightly older man and the next mm-hmm. few levels there or whatever um, so we can have some downtime in between where you can be like, well, in the past 10 years, I've learned all about the creatures of the land. Now I have a folklore proficiency mm-hmm. sort of approach. Oh, Cubity first asks, is resurrection magic allowed? Oh, <laughs> oh, sweetheart. You think I'll have any friends to resurrect me? Uh, yeah, you must be new. Don't worry, we'll take care of you. <laughs> we'll crush your hopes and your dreams. We'll make you love a character, and we'll take him away from you right before I, they achieve what they want. I was watch. I was watching. Uh, we watched a movie, uh, The King, last night, which was actually really good. I don't know any much about the history of the making of it, but it looked like they did a really great job with like the costumes and stuff, like the armor. I don't know if they got a bunch of like historical reenactors to like donate their armor, or if they just spent a fuck ton of their budget making trebuchets. But it was a good movie. But anyways, there's a character, I don't know, like an old military guy who's like makes up this plan and he's like relying on the rain and they're like, how do you know it's gonna rain? He's like, I can feel it in my knee. And it made me want to make a D and D character that's got a weather sense proficiency that they uh, they can they can feel the uh, feel the weather changes in their in their creaky joints. Fun Not fact, the reason you can feel that is because weather changes often correspond with barometric pressure changes, and as the atmospheric pressure goes up or down, you can, your like old weary joints might like notice the difference if they're especially achy. Yeah. There is a actual real world basis to make that argument on. 
I want to have creaky knees that can tell the that can prophesize the weather. fire building even necessary can i just have flint and steel yeah you can just have flint and steel uh i think the only reason you need fire building is like if the weather's bad yeah One of the first spells I wanted to make for this campaign was like a decipher spell that is like comprehend languages, but for text. Because I think mm -hmm. rules as written or like comprehend languages is not as powerful as I always imagined it is. I think you basically touch a creature and you can understand it, but you can't talk back and you can't use it to read text or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the second level tongue spell is a little bit better. <clears throat> it's the like yeah. we can talk together yeah yeah tongues is second level i thought tongues is tongues is second level priest third level wizard i think mm, okay oh and also if you look at the spells you will see that i have merged my developmental wizard spells with the actual group spells Ooh, so, um, there's new so spells? Now, yeah most of the new spells are actually like I shouldn't say most, but many of the new spells are duplicates of the existing ones. So you'll have like two different versions of Magic Missile, one Evocation and one Conjuration, and they work a little bit differently in four versions of Light and, you know, multiple versions of Detect Magic and that sort of stuff. And then there's some actual, like, uh, brand new shits. Two versions of Spider Climb. Kind of branch it out and give it some more flavor. I get a little, not tired, but um, I like to see different takes on the same the same shit. So I really like the, the new version of Detect Magic, one of the new ones where you you crumble up uh, dust in enchant it and like, like sprinkle it on yeah. things to detect whether they're magic or not. Or I like, like that in a Cuban Nights. Was that mm -hmm. your idea, or was that Nez? That was mine. Neka role playing it properly. He did a really good job of just like doing lines of magic dust to see the to see the magical auras mm -hmm. of things. Yeah, and Faye oh. did a very good job being being concerned for him. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, what do you think about using a two handed staff with martial arts and still getting like offhand things? So I like, there's fine. martial arts style that lets you get a free punch. Does it make sense to do like staff? punch staff kind of thing like switching from two-handed yeah. to one-handed because i think if you're wielding a staff you can 
there's no place on it that you can't grip, so you can change it between one-handed and two-handed very, very quickly. Whereas yeah. with, like, a two-handed sword, you need that second hand there for balance. So if you, like, let go and then go to punch someone, you're going to fuck up your your sword positioning. Whereas with the staff, okay. you can let go and it's nice and light, and then you can whap and grab it again. So I'm down to let the staff be versatile in the hands of a heroic martial artist. And uh, how many whip proficiencies are you going to take here? Going to be a, an many... expert. Say that again. How many uh, whip proficiencies are you taking here? We're going to go. Uh, um, I was going to spend well, two, but then there's some fighting styles that make me better with my whip. And I've also got rope use, so I was hoping I could use the whip to like make lassos and climb. I'm just kidding. I don't have I don't have rope use or whips. I was entertaining the idea of making a whip character. So I think I'll have martial arts. Sorry, jumping jumping from the memes to real discussion. Mm -hmm. Probably martial arts style A and D. Oh. A is the punching. D is the dodges blocks. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like I get a free attack and a free block if I take both. The way it's worded. It's like if the character is unarmed and unarmored, he can make an extra attack each round with his other hand, provided it is free. Yep. Without the usual penalties for tagging with weapons. And then D is the character can make one free block each round in addition to any attacks he makes. Yep. So the, yep. in addition to any attacks he makes. Sounds like. So. And then I've got two points in staff. So I'll get three every two with the staff, an extra punch every round, and a free block every round. Yep. Yep. So on odd rounds, it will be three attacks and a block at level one. Nice. Yep. And even rounds will be two attacks and a block? Yeah. No, well, wait. One, yeah, a staff punch block. Yeah. Staff punch block would be odd rounds. Even rounds would be two, three attacks and a block. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes, the whip is terrible. We are warriors. <laughs> for now until we buff it and make it the best weapon in the game or make it a magic item mm -hmm. the whip of slaying deals damage through armor ooh it's a psychic whip whip of domination ooh. you, you hit it and you take psychic damage mm -hmm. unless you have the masochistic trait in which case it heals you gives you temporary HP and bonus to hit all right, let's roll for ambidexterity. Eight. Oh. Seven. Lucky eight. Um, I should roll for HP, huh? D10 plus D6 divided by two plus one. Oh, wizards are buffed to D6? Mm-hmm. Georg had D4s, didn't he? He I did. So. This buff came after Georg. And then plus one to this. Not oh. bad at all. We don't round up, do we? Do we, we'll just keep a 6.5 and yeah 6.5 which is 7.5 mm -hmm. oh my god those are beautiful HP rolls man man bad not bad 
Um, saving throws, I get the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's not on settings or on the modifiers, is it? It is not. No, I haven't added it yet. How are you going to want to do spells? Like, should we roll? Do we get a certain limited number? Oh, uh, we can... Why don't we let you pick, like, four, and then you can roll for a couple extras? Um, did you want to try out the MP system that gives you more flexibility, Ooh. but a slower spell recovery? Instead of getting all your spells back every night, you get a certain amount of MP back every night? Um, or do you want to go classic? Um... I'm kind of over the classic, but I figured I wouldn't be using that much spells. Like I'm imagining mm -hmm. I'll probably, I don't really want to have the armor spell, but I feel like I can't avoid it. It's just right. too good. Um, and then I was thinking I'd just have like a detect magic, identify, read mm -hmm. magic. Yeah, but it might uh, be nice to have it as um, spell points instead of slots. So you can do some, you know, you don't have to say, oh, I'm going to need and identify and a read today. Oh no, I actually needed three to text. Oh no. Yeah. Um, no. It could be fun you, to pick how, does the, how does the MP system work? Like how do, how much MP do you get and how much does spells cost? That is a question. Do you have a document be... you can send or is this... I do have a document I can send. Yeah. I have a, a, not that we would use it here, but I, I've got a, new spell casting system that I've been kicking around based mm -hmm. off of uh, like ammunition dice that I've seen in like uh, various, uh, I don't know, various house rules where like instead of mm -hmm. tracking arrows, you've got an ammunition dice. And mm -hmm. if you roll one, you drop the dice size. So like you, a full quiver is D20. Mm -hmm. And every time you shoot, you roll a D20. And if, you, and if you roll low, it drops it down to a D12. And if you roll low, it drops it down to a D8. Low or D10, and eventually right. you've got one arrow. You've got one arrow left. Mm -hmm. um, basically, you'd have a, a spell casting die. Mm -hmm. So like, so like, if you're, I don't know, I would have you'd have to test it to figure out exactly what it is. But maybe you're a whatever level. I don't know. You've, so you're third level. You've got a D6 spell casting die, and you can cast right. spells. And every time you cast a spell, you roll a D6. And if you roll a three, a three or above it's fine mm -hmm. and you can just keep mm -hmm. casting spells but if you roll a one or a two it decreases your spell casting die to a d4 and then if you roll a one or two it drops it down to a d2 or something and then it drops down to one um and then i was thinking you could like overcharge your spells so like so i was originally thinking anytime you roll a one it like backfires or something like that mm. and then so if you've only got if you've if you're out of if your casting die is reduced to one, you can keep casting spells, but every time you cast a spell, it's overcharging you and it deals damage equal to the spell level mm -hmm. or something like that. Hmm. Anyways. That's interesting. Random beta systems I've been kicking around. Um That seems like a fun idea. I worry that it gets like one session. You just all roll all sixes or whatever, and you never run out of spells. And on another session, you yeah. roll like three ones in a row, and all of a sudden, 
you you're just racked super early. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's something there though. Uh, so here is the link for the wizard. Where's Where's Ryan? Um, so you start with MP equal to your willpower, and you gain 1D willpower every time you level up. And then there's a flat cost. So first level spells cost 3 MP, second cost 5, third cost 9. So, so I've got another so stat I need. Willpower is uh, a dumb stat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I can buff that. Yeah, but if you just switch your will and your charisma, be hunky-dory. Mm -hmm. Or... Or you could stick with 12, because if you're not going to be relying on spells for combat, you know, 12 MP is four first level spells. That's a lot more spells at low levels. Mm -hmm. But then you, but I guess, when I you guess sleep, later on. you get, you like roll 1D willpower um, on a full night's sleep. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you get like really good sleep, you can roll at advantage for your willpower. So you will... Instead of being like ninth level, casting all your spells, waking up in the morning, spending like four hours memorizing everything, it'll be like, I blew all my spells. Now I need to spend five days resting to get them back. Or, mm -hmm. you know, twice your level days resting to get it back. And you like, you can't learn spell levels higher than you have, right? Right. Have you balanced this at high levels? I worry that it'd be like you cast a ninth level spell and that's all you get that day. Or it'll you can be cast like infinity level one spells, even if um, you're like a level twenty wizard and you've got. Hmm. So if you're level eighteen with twelve willpower, you should have around one hundred and twenty-two MP. So it would be like I'll cast my ninth level spell and then I'll be down to like fifth, fourth, third, second, and first. Or you can um, cast twenty magic missiles. Right. Or, or you can just sit there like magic missling shit all day long. Hmm. Closer to 40 magic missiles, though. But yeah. I like your commentary here. Instead of, uh... Instead of, just, like, writing this out in a serious way, you're just like, Ross says humans have D6 HP, which is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it is! It's so dumb! Yeah, but anyways. Yeah. Okay, we can check this out. Yeah. Is there anywhere on the character sheet to record? Oh, MP. Yep. So I think I'll probably want to flip it around. So it's 13 will, 12 charisma, 12 perception. Mm -hmm. I think it was entertaining doing putting a 15 into will for the magic defense adjust, but I think mm. it's better off having that in dex and con. I think so. Yeah. All right, so that gives me 13 MP. And I can't I can't learn second level spells until I'm level three. Is that the idea? Correct. Yeah. Okay. You were playing with some system where you can learn higher level spells at a lower level if you come across them. But Yeah. Yes. I think we were dicking around with that. It didn't work out the way I had dreamed. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had some airbrained idea about like checking in at with um, army groups where you could like see the positioning of people on the map and then like it never came to fruition and mm -hmm. I think they needed like a higher level spell to be able to do it so I was like alright take it 
and then never no one ever checked at the position of the army groups on the map and it was like okay that's fun yeah i don't understand but anyways i don't think my players understood either and it didn't happen <laughs> i think i did it very yeah. very poorly <laughs> i'll take on this responsibility Oh, you changed quarterstaff to do D4 plus one. Oh, yeah. What was it before D6? Yeah. D4 plus one actually sounds better, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and I believe I took two-handed weapons, so my speed with a quarterstaff is one. Nice. My speed with a fist is three. <laughs> oh, well. Um because the quarter batch, uh, quarterstaff has got that reach, so you can surprise people reach? with like a. Whoosh. I mean, it's not like mechanical reach, but yeah, whatever you can reach with your fist, your quarterstaff can go beyond that. And if you spin it fast enough, you can hit them faster than you could reach them with your fists. Yeah. Quick topic change. What do you feel about putting cinnamon in your coffee, Ryan? Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, I've gone through phases where I put cinnamon in my coffee. Glad to get your approval. Yeah. If you've got really nice coffee, you probably don't want to do it, but if you're... Uh, what yeah. if I have French vanilla coffee? That's already oh, slightly vanilla flavored. Yeah. And then I add cinnamon and sugar and a little bit of nutmeg and some milk. Mmm. Should I roll for wealth? I don't know what I'm going to spend it on, but... No, you're going to be a poor boy from a poor village. You'll be broke as shit. Okay. Uh, and sort of the general idea is you're from this, like, backwater um, hill village... Of just like a couple hundred people out in the middle of nowhere, probably mostly goat farmers or whatnot. Yeah. And over the course of your lifetime, you'll build this small little town into the like, a glorious city state mm -hmm. that raids along the coastlines and blah blah blahs and founds entire towns for the purpose of sea trade and travel or or whatever. You know, it'll be largely left up to you. all the coffee purists in chat coming out of the woodwork to admonish me for adding anything to my coffee other than drinking it black I People like my coffee crazy. black but uh I don't know cinnamon's tasty what's the problem mm -hmm. what we've been doing lately all right get out get out your pitchforks is uh ginger coffee so like grinding up a bunch of ginger and brewing that with the coffee Ooh. And like a pour over with like pureed ginger mixed in with the grounds. Coffee's already bitter. How do you stand it when you put the ginger Ginger's in? Ginger's not bitter. It's like, it's, yeah, it's not bitter. I guess it's not bitter, but it's pungent. Mm-hmm. 
Ey. Ja. Are your ranges already in feet? Oh no, yards. Holy shit, this can't be right. What? A you can throw a sling 300 yards. What? That's longer than that's longer than a it's longer than a longbow. That doesn't seem right. Yeah, that can't be right at all. This is in the economics. Yeah. Sling bullets. Oh, that doesn't look right. That must be feet. For some reason, that one must be in feet. But slings don't. But like, 100 doesn't evenly divide into feet. Oh, right. That would be 33 yards or something. 33.3 yards. Yeah. I've got combat and tactics, which isn't the best. So this has 10 squares, which is 50 feet, right? Yeah. Or 50. So this would this has 50, 100, 200 as the range for a sling bullet. In feet? In feet. What is uh uh let's see player's handbook has sling bullet as 50, 100, 200 yards. 200 yards or feet? Yeah, yards. It has longbow with a flight arrow at 210 yards. Yeah, that's what you have here. 210 as the longbow. So what is the... It's 50, so it's one... So you actually nerfed it. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, this is... 50, 100, 150, 200 yards. 200 yards. Yeah, that's for the so bullet. The stone is a little bit less. So it's 150, yeah, 300, so 600 feet. Yeah, I think these ranges need to be... Modified? Because you're right. As it stands, 100, 200, 300 yards is crazy pants. Well, that's wrong. I mean, it should be yeah. 50. I mean, yeah, anyways. Um, so, 50, 100, 200 yards, and the staff stone is 40, 80, 160. That's out of the player's handbook. I mean, I know you could get some pretty good ranges if you really know what you're doing with a sling. I just can't yeah. imagine you could hit anything with accuracy at that range. Got all my proficiencies. I need to add gear. So it will be one staff, one sling, maybe like 20 bullets. Are those metal? Is that the idea? Yeah. 
one robes. Wait, five pounds. Let's see. Water skin. Nice. Did you do 14 strength? I did. Um, I think basically what's left to do is uh, spells. Hmm. Okay. Mr. Generalist Wizard, why don't you, as this uh, heroic figure that's going to save the world or destroy the world or whatever the world, do something to the world, uh, why don't you... Pick five to know, including read and detect, and then uh, we'll roll another three or four. All right. Um, is there a spell list I should look at? Revogoblins.com slash spells.php question mark caster equals wizard capital W. Um, but I think I'm basically going to do armor, read magic, detect magic. Let's wash themselves in soapy water. Get yourself all nice and clean. Why is bark skin under wizard? Uh, because there is a... There's a new bark skin. It's a new bark skin. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very different because, like, your skin actually grows into bark. So if you're wearing armor or Reduces something, reduces incoming damage by three. Yeah, but if you wear armor with it on, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, you get stuck in your armor and you get locked into place. Mm-hmm. So it's... this is w- this this is way too oh one round per level. Yeah, I was like this. Com- this is similar to my steel skin, but uh, nowhere near as good. Some weird stuff in here. Um, you got a new comprehend languages. Oh, you comprehend languages allows you to read writing, so I don't even need to make my uh, oh, I guess this is the original. So, comprehend languages can be used on writing. Okay. Expeditious retreat. When you have to go, when you got to go fast. Got the meme. Mm-hmm. Did film ever actually come out? What? The Sonic movie. I, I think it did. Yeah.
Oh, glancing blow. You made an you made a spell with an instant spell cast that you can use I, as like a as like an interrupt. Yeah. I don't know if it's a good idea, it? but I wanted to try it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of those. Identify potion. It's like a light, lower level identify, or like less expensive identify for potions. Yeah. Uh, 10 GP pearl, and then it only works on potions. That's a little bit more clear. The mechanic of like, well, just taste it and see what it does is fun, mm -hmm. but I find it gets a little frustrating sometimes. So this is sort of the like, let's not play with that bullshit. Here's a spell that solves your problems. It should probably be like one potion per level instead of just one potion. There's some cool stuff in here. Oh, um, I don't know how much of it I'll be taking, but... Yeah. I doubt very much. There's a, a right. mana tap, although I doubt you will yeah, need it I if passed, you're... I, I scanned over that, but yeah. Yeah. I really, Basically, really you convert HP into mana. Is that the idea? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I really enjoy the variant light spells, and for yeah. no particular reason, but they they get my they get my juices flowing, they get my jimmies rustled. Yeah, you know. Are there any versions of armor that I would consider over the stock armor? It doesn't look like it, but no, there's just the one armor spell. Well, what about oh, there's spirit a spirit armor. armor, isn't there? Yeah. Weren't there multiple versions of spirit armor? Are they higher level or something? Uh, I think I might have like scrapped them. Maybe where are they? Where's spirit armor? Oh yeah, they're second level. Okay. There's three of them. Um, I need to go to the bathroom. Should we take a yeah, break yeah. now? Why don't we take a or... break? We haven't taken okay. a break yet. Let's do it. See you guys on the other side right. of a break. Bye bye. Hello everybody and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Hello. Uh, so where are we in our character creation? I was just shit-talking your uh, new wizard spells, you know. Mm -hmm. Pointing oh. out how your level 2 spirit armor is worse than the level 1 shield spell. Yep. Yep. Okay. Apparently there are still things to adjust. Um, Old spell, here it is. It's magic be 18 against hand hurled 17 against arrows 16 against all other forms of attack adds a plus one bonus to the saving throws against attacks that are frontal as for five rounds per level that is better than the level two spirit armor uh conjuration spirit armor hands down yep hmm so do you want me to roll for uh yeah, did spells. you write down some spells somewhere that you wanted? I haven't written them down, but I can start listing them off. Yeah. Ooh. Write down the five that you want, and then we'll roll for another five. Um, yeah. Um. So I don't even need to roll for them? Yeah, just take five. Okay. Well, then. That will be... We're going to take armor. 
Where did my character go? We'll take armor. I think we need read magic. Act magic. I'm tempted by this fist of stone, actually. Didn't you do some cool shit with the fist of stone once upon a time? Uh, you did. I encouraged oh. you to use it with your punchy wizard guy. Mm-hmm. He had fist of stone and shock and grasp. Mm-hmm. And he was using them through his fists. Time bonuses for strength do not apply if the cast uses any weapon other than his fist. However, you are a martial artist. Mm-hmm. So you can whap, whap, whap with your stick and then like crush them with your fist. Yeah. I don't know how to narratively justify that, but. What do you mean narratively justify it? I don't know. It, it doesn't seem very subtle. Like, it's definitely like magic fist of stone. But I think I'll go ahead and take that. Nice. Armor, read magic, check magic, fist of stone. And I guess identify. I'm going to regret taking identify because I'm never going to have those damn pearls. But you know. Uh huh. Okay. And then pick five more and we'll roll for them. Oh, five more. Oh, my. Um. Um, oh, I think I want comprehend languages. I probably should have secured that, but I've got really high spell learn, 70%. So I'll roll comprehend languages. Oh, I do not get it. What about the other comprehend languages? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's multiple detect magics. Um, to stay away from the whole the classic combat spells yeah i think that's a good idea like the it's hard to not missiles and it's hard to not get magic missiles but let's we can you can do it you can stay away from them or if you want to take it you might want to take a look at the conjuration version which is four missiles always um Mm -hmm. and then you make attack rolls to target people with them. It's definitely weaker than the evocation version, but it's meant for those, like, people who can't get evocation spells. Yeah. Let's see. What about these light spells? Are any of these worth looking at? Um, yeah. Not the... The enchantment one's super cool, but probably not useful unless you're playing a a druid or, like, a a woodsy witch. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the evocation version is cool because it's also instant cast but it's very different it's like lights up rooms or insides of things so yeah. um, alteration is classic and 
conjuration gives you like little spirits that will light your way for you that you can like move around to illuminate different things. It probably needs a slight buff. I don't think the light radius of it is good enough. No, I feel like the trouble with a lot. I like your new spells, but with the limit on the number of spells you can have, it almost feels like a, a lot of these are interesting but not powerful enough. I don't mm. know. Well, yeah, the, one of the things when people add new content to things like extra splat books, the way they usually advertise that stuff is by making it actually more powerful. So I yeah. wanted to avoid being like, "Well, here's the better light spell." And just like I think the way to do ones. it, it would be to strip it down and then make these all that's available or something like that. Hmm. Or like start a new campaign setting from the ground up where you don't know any spells and you're like rediscovering spells. Mm -hmm. Be like, here are your level one spell options, and then like as you adventure, you're only introducing very specific spells mm -hmm. in the campaign world, like based mm -hmm. on what they find in spell books. I yeah. like the revealed doors spell. Oh. You can make things pretty powerful if you make them very narrow in use. As long as that use is, case is uncommon enough, it, it balances out. Mm -hmm. Magic Missile is an example of very narrow use case, powerful spell. Spider Kill something. Level one vampiric touch. Actually having trouble coming up with uh, spells that I want. Hmm. Well, you don't have to take them all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. I'm mostly taking the wizard for the investigation aspect of it, mm -hmm. for like proficiencies and for being able to identify magics that I do find. What about a tensor's floating disc so you can haul epic loot back? Because I see you're already <laughs> moderately encumbered. That can't be true. I think I didn't type in my uh, my. I don't think I've typed in my encumbrance. Oh, I typed it in for you. Oh, how do I have a oh? Oh, I said I have a hundred sling bullets. There should be twenty sling bullets. The no, the sling bullets should oh, okay. weigh less than five each. They should yeah, weigh. Yeah, it was, should have been five total. Should be okay. uh, a twenty. I think they were point two five. There yeah. we go. There we go. Although I think some of these things do have weight that I. Throw it. Yeah, your your stat, your sling should have some weight, and these other things should have some weight. I didn't have weight in your sheet, but I'll give it a pound. Sling. Yeah. Oh yeah, because a sling is just a. Yeah, it's a negligible piece of equipment. There we go. This makes more sense. Well, the Tensor's floating disc. It's still nice if you need to haul back yeah. 100 pounds of gold. Or a dead body. <laughs> oh, I'm wondering where I would have learned all this stuff. Mm. I was originally imagining that I was like this monk-type character that had learned these like divination-type spells for the purpose of investigation and everything else we'd sort of pick up along the way. Mm -hmm. but... Yeah, so if you're supposed to be a dirty kid from a backwater town, 
the question of how you became a spellcasting wizard with books and shit is a great one. Um, it could have stumbled. I mean, it could be innate in my, you know, the elven blood that flows in my veins gives me these magical powers. Maybe I discovered a book at some point along the way. Because I've also got some skills that are, I'm, I've got literacy, archaeology, cartography. I've got all these There could also be some, like, creepy old man in a cave out in the woods, out in the hills mm-hmm. that you've stumbled across that's like, oh my god, you're you have the power, I shall teach you. And you're like, you know, peasant kid in the mountains, herding goats by day. By night, mm-hmm. you go visit with a creepy old man who like sniffs the vapors from the cracks in the rocks. And is like, listen to me, kid. You take a feather and you take a, a pearl and you put it in a potion and it tells you what it does. And you're like, okay, crazy old man. Mm-hmm. This could also be what I eventually get and uh, doesn't necessarily need to be what I start with, right? Like if you want to start with the peasant village stuff, maybe I don't have my archaeology yet. Um, well, I, I sort of dig the creepy old, maybe crazy, maybe just sniff too many rocks um, mm-hmm. old person that's like not in your village, but you know, one hex away or something. Yeah, that, I, I, that I think I'm gonna visit roll forward. to get oh, stuff. Go ahead. No, no, I'm yeah. just rambling about crazy old people. Yeah. I think I'm gonna roll for detect secret passages. Okay. Especially with the point by system, having a lot of these utility spells is way better. Mm-hmm. Seriously? <laughs> Going well for you. No. Um... Uh, do I have the new detect magic or the old detect magic? Uh, which do you want me to have? Let's see. Okay, that's the divination or enchantment version, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can pick. Just notate divination or enchantment. Um, I'm I'm cool with either. I think the enchantment one is actually a little bit stronger. Yeah. Because um, the divination one, you have to sit and focus in a 60 degree arc per round, whereas the enchantment one, you can just like walk around and view everything. Uh, but you will mm-hmm. go slightly blind for a little bit when the enchantment one wears off. Um, I'll take a look at those in a second. I need to come up with three more spells that I want, and chat's got no real suggestions for me. Um, I need a drop of mercury for Tensor's floating disc. Some quicksilver. Maybe conjure spell component then. Get you that little bit of mercury, that little bit of that live spider that you need, or whatever else it is. Is there going to be mercury within one mile of the caster? Would it just like suck all the mercury out of the earth or something like that? Yeah, I suppose. Uh, would that be 
It would probably be some sort of like solid mercury that it's too cool. Like the place in the ground where it summons from it, it's still in solid form. And then when it gets in your hand, just barely got that conjure spell component. It's to melt. What was that blade ward spell? What was it called? Deflect. Oh, instant spell cast. I liked it, but it doesn't seem that good of a use of spell points because you have to declare it before the attack is rolled. So it's like, I guess you would use it like if you're super low and the ogre's club could kill you. Yeah. You need one more round to finish things off. But like, it takes a turn, right? Or does it not take a turn? It just takes spell points. No, it's an instant spell cast. Yeah. So you cast it when the attack would be incoming. So it wouldn't be using Dang. up your action for the round. Um, or you could do extinguish, snap your fingers, and snuff out all fires within the area of effect. That's cool, but I don't think I want it. Huh? Like a weaker version of prestidigitation? Yeah. <laughs> With a spell point um, system, stuff like that, though, is a lot more useful. Because like, that mm -hmm. seems like a stupid thing to memorize, but like if you've got enough spell points, it could be useful. I'm kind yeah. of actually rethinking that uh, deflect thing. What was it called? Uh, Lancing Blow. Lancing Blow. Mm -hmm. Force momentarily within the target. If you want to go evil, there's always Vampiric Touch. Don't well. You want no. to suck out people's life force? <laughs> I wasn't planning on it. Okay, so I've rolled three. Let's do, let's do a glancing blow. Glancing blow acquired. Let's look at this vampire touch. So this is the necromancer thing, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think it happens a little more slowly. I'm not uh, sure. I think that's how you made... Oh, not like the... This is like the drain life... Similar to the drain life of the necromancer class. Right. It drains at 3 HP per round. Mm-hmm. And then you do mm. 2d4 plus 2 damage, so you would need to be able to hold on to someone for a fair bit of time to get all of the HP drained out of them. So it's not super useful in the middle of combat, but if you've got, like, someone tied up afterwards and, like, beast upon them. Tempted. I'm thinking, like, yeah, I'm thinking this character will not be out-and-out out evil, but, like, I could see justifying delving into the dark arts for pursuit of knowledge. We'll fix that. We'll fix that. Um, do I have one spell left? I think I might make it a... Uh... Separate? That was a cool one. I didn't read it in detail, but... It was like no, I think it's more of like for a party. I don't think it's as useful for one person. Yeah, I think I might want light. 
that makes sense. Even though, I, even though I am an elf, my elf eyes. I liked the desire to say I liked your detect doors spell. Mm-hmm. Um, it just you makes have a, doors glow. Yeah. Do you have a version of light that you want to do try? Uh, Did I do the yeah. evocation one? The evocation one's pretty cool, but it really just works for rooms. It doesn't do yeah. too well I mean, in but the outside. We're exploring dungeons. That could be a mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I'd like to see the evocation. No, yeah, the evocation version or the conjuration version. Conjuration um, is what Neca had, right? Is it? It might be. Yeah, you, you summon you like fireflies that like go around, and you can send light to different places. Um, the enchantment version is super fucking cool. I think I really love it, but it's pretty much only useful in like natural environments uh, at night. Mm-hmm. Although I guess that you could do it like you could carry around like a little plant in a pot so you could like make it glow and then find stuff around. Um, but I think that's definitely more of like the this is the light version that elves take when they yeah they do stuff. So you think I should avoid the, the basic light and go yeah. for... Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Three hours per level on the Conjuration. Mm-hmm. They're also good. Mm-hmm. I'll roll, and then we can decide which one I do pass. So I get a light. They're also oh, interesting. Yeah. Make me happy. Um. They like can the... move around, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you direct them as needed. How much command. light do they spread? Is it a five foot, or is it just meant to be vague? It says five foot diameter circle, um, but I don't. Oh, but then you can have the duration to double the radius. Seems weird that the duration would decrease. But it seems I almost feel like having a bunch of little one foot diameters that can move around or combine. Yeah, I I, I am willing to. These are some spells that I wrote down and need some work. So mm-hmm. if we want to play with this and say you can do lots of little one foot things, or maybe it's greater than a five foot diameter circle, that feels pretty weak. Um, I think I mentioned earlier that it needs a buff. I just didn't ever get it. I like the sound of the evocation one, but I feel like the conjuring will be more useful. Like I like the snap of your fingers and the room lights up. Mm hmm. Maybe you end up having multiple versions of light. Yeah, I only have eleven spells per level, so. But you already got all the first level spells, right? You don't need no more. <laughs> um. Yeah, why don't we up it to five foot radius? Um, for example, let's say a fourth level. Yeah. Let's also the try level? the new detect magic. Okay, I'll need to get some magic crystals, but. Mm-hmm. 
Should be some low-level disintegration spell for making magic there... crystals. Oh, I didn't. But, uh, I think I'm. I think I've used all the spells that you told me I would have. Sure. It's called like minor disintegration or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, minor disintegration, small solid object from a single material, speaks the word and disintegrates to dust. I really like a lot of these new spells. Oh, thank you. Hey, I'm kind maybe I think I've played too much second edition. A lot of like the the basic spells, they're just they're so painfully specific that I'm like sick of seeing the same weirdly specific arcane thing show up again and again and again. Right, right. It seems like I like that there are these really obscure, bizarre spells, but once every single campaign has the same obscure, bizarre spells, uh -huh. they're no longer unique anymore. And it's like, why the hell does every wizard have, yeah. you know, Tensor's floating disc? I, mean, I guess that's kind of a classic, but Murdoch's feathery flyer? Like, why is that a thing? Like, maybe if you're playing the wizard Murdoch and that's your signature spell, that's awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I... So I added a whole bunch of spells just by going back and watching Slayers, the the anime, and like, yeah. right, oh, that's a cool thing. That's a now a spell. That's Arcane Spray. Oh, here's Shadow Snap. Here's da 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 da. -da. So I added a whole cool. bunch of new things just by like watching fantastic old anime, and uh, specifically with the purpose of making it into spells. I really like nice. the the Shadow Snap spell. It's a second level abjuration. Yeah. All right. So did you give me a spell list? Or are you working on a spell list for me? Uh, oh, oh, you mean in, yes, yes. So you can actually yes. peruse your spells in a mm -hmm. uh, easy, yes, I can make this happen. Um, my character's name is Divan, D-I-V-A-N. Divan, like divine Divan? I don't know. I don't know if I need a need or get a last name, but okay. Player name Ryan H. Character name Divan D I V A N. Yeah. Elf, fighter, wizard, eight. Uh, five foot eight. What are you? This is this goes into my Wait. spell list. Uh, there's like a character field that has All right, uh, wait, I have 150 listed you are male, your alignment is, no, it doesn't matter your age, I don't know where we're going to start you at, you are right handed I've already typed all these things into my thing yes, it's your thing, but I have another thing so many things mm -hmm. so much duplication of information do live in the digital age. What was your HP? Seven? Seven and a half? Seven, yeah. Seven point five, yep. Okay. Uh, so we have a Devon. You are character ID a hundred and fifty. Spells, insert. And you have what, like 10 spells? No, you have seven spells? Eight spells? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
not have it happen. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Armor. Yeah. Read magic. Detect magic. Fist of stone. Identify. Conjure spell components. Glancing blow and light. And I failed. Comprehend languages and detect secret passages. So you get, let's see, spell number 24 is armor. Um, color spec. You got comprehend languages. Which version? There's a um, abjurate, there's an alteration and a divination version. What? Of comprehend languages. I failed comprehend languages. Oh, never mind then. You got conjure spell component though. Yeah. This spell nine oh six. Uh, it's detect magic. You got the enchantment version. Of uh, detect magic. Uh, uh, I detect got the magic. new version. Yes, the enchantment yeah. version. Nine twenty nine. X. Not detect secret passages. Um, no, I failed that. This should use fall no. Lancing blow was failed or succeeded? I succeeded. Spell nine oh three. Portal hold portal hold portal three hold portals. Identify potion, here we go. 964. Uh, yeah, I was looking at Shadow Snap. Is that the one where you stick a dagger into a shadow and find mm-hmm. them in place? Yeah. Was that from Slayers? I never really That's watched much Slayers. That was yeah. it was like around in an era when like it wasn't so easy to seek out the TV shows you wanted unless you were willing to spend a shit ton of money on VHS cassettes. Mm-hmm. So I like watched a couple of episodes on whatever that Saturday morning anime thing was. was that Cartoon Network? Saturday anime on Sci-Fi Channel. Sci-Fi. There you go. Yeah. So I've like seen two episodes in the middle of the series, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think I'm. Oh, you got regular identify as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm missing here. Which I'm probably never going to use. Or I'll use it once I'm like level 7 and I'll wish that I had never... Uh... Yeah. Wish I had saved it. But I won't. And then we'll need to figure out which spell components I can talk about into getting. Chat, why are you why are you telling me to get a 7th level spell? What, what am I even going to do with that? When? Okay, I'll, I'll keep that in mind for 5 months from now when I'm level 7. Well, level 14. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, just get wish. <laughs> just get wish. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So here in Discord is the link to your character spells. Let me know if that is correct. Or more accurately if it's incorrect. Looks good. I don't have identify potion, but you can leave. Oh. I don't know. Uh, then I'm missing something. What did I? Armor, control, uh, light. 
Fist of Stone. Ah, there we go. Fist of Stone is spelled three. So I do need some uh, blessed leather. What does free magic require? Clear crystal or mineral for my read magic. I need some fireflies. I need some gnome dust, or whatever it's called. Oh, it just needs, it's, the dust would be, let's see, dust of crystals. Fist of Stone, spell number 385. Okay. There we go. Now your list is correct. That stuff. This, this. Okay, so you need spell components. Yes. Um... The big one, I think, is going to be the blessed leather for armor spell. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you want to handle that. Uh, I think we can give you like your your crazy hobo teacher. We'll probably give you a couple um, little scraps of blessed leather that are like old and deteriorating and will probably mm -hmm. be good for another year or so. But after that is just going to be like too worn away. And uh, okay. You'll have to find a cleric somewhere to, to bless you some leather. But I, I think the idea is to have sort of like a, a heroic rise to power. So they'll probably be this ancient world, like the priest who's been kidnapped by the harpies. And if you free the priest, he'll, you know, give you his uh, blessing services because he'll owe you a life debt. Yeah. Lots so should probably I... steal that storyline. Exactly. <laughs> so should I add a limited number of leather scraps or something? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's start you off with like um, three scraps of leather. Do these only last a day, or will it last? Or will? It, how do you want to do leather? It's meant to, as written, it lasts until you take the damage. Right. Uh, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it sitting on you for days and days and days. Um, should I earmark spell points for that? Or should it be... So, like, an option, if you don't like the idea of it just being forever, is having it constantly take up three MP. Oh, yeah, I like that. It holds your MP while cast. That's a really... Yes, yeah. yes, I love that. So my current MP will be 10 out of 13, and I'll have mm -hmm. an armor spell cast on me. Yes. It is brilliant. Um, uh, we're not going to start with the pearl. The light spell. I need some harmless glowing the remains of a harmless glowing creature. Which yeah, I there, could easily there'll be conjure. fireflies around. So you can just you can either have them or you could have conjured them. Right. I'll start with ten. In a pouch or something. Uh, magic crystals and a crystal for read magic. 
Wait, magic crystals me. and a crystal for read magic? So read magic requires a clear crystal prism, which is not expended. So it could just mm -hmm. be a quartz crystal. That's right. probably more or less worthless, right? Yeah. That could have been conjured. Uh, yeah, it'll probably have been like conjured and then you would have need to like polish it into something. Yeah, but I can start with that. Yeah. Um, and then crystals for detect magic. How does that work? Can I just have it? Or is it meant uh, to be valuable? No, no, this is the same sort of like you could get some quartz crystals and then a mortar and pestle and like grind it into dust, which would mm -hmm. be a, a long and arduous process on your uh, on your behalf. Probably taking like a day to get a casting worth of it, because I can imagine grinding stone with stone would be mm -hmm. really laborious. I was reading about the mechanics of grave digging um, <laughs> a while back, just because that's what you do when you play a lot of D anD. d and mm -hmm. it was saying that to dig like a proper grave would take two people all day long or a professional grave digger could dig like two or three graves in a day. And I was yeah. astounded by the like the difference between non-professional and professional grave diggers in the amount of time that it would take. You're literally digging at like four time, uh, six times the rate as a an unprofessional grave digger. Unprofessional grave digger? Yeah. It's a combination of like specific muscle groups that get built and then like toughness of hands and there's probably something to technique and like the right amount of dirt in the shovel and how far down you reach and the leverage. It's one of those skills that doesn't seem on the face of it to be like too complicated, but apparently mm -hmm. is you know, there, there's great specialization to be had in digging ditches. Definitely a half a grave per day kind of person. <laughs> See, this is why we have the quote function for taking things really out of context. So, I think we're more or less ready. Uh, yeah. Do I have any money, or are we not even start? We're not even going to worry about that. Yeah, roll me a d20 for how much copper you've got. <laughs> 17. Ooh. I'm I'm rich. Uh okay. So we've got character spells, components, gear. What do what did you have for gear? Uh, nothing really. I've got a staff. I've got a sling. Some bullets. What's your AC? Uh, with the armor spell cast, it is 17. And without it, it goes down to like 13 or something? Yeah, one for dex, two for martial arts. Very beautiful. Love it. Martial arts, armor spell. I see how I see it. I see it. It's looking good. Uh, sling bullets should be missile, but other than that, where's oh, I didn't even notice the whole thing. Buttons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. Uh, why don't we take a break? I need a bathroom, and then when we come back, maybe we'll let's uh, dig around on this character a little bit. Mm -hmm. and, um, maybe start some early adventures. Sounds great. Yeah, Got cool. A couple hours right. to do some uh, introductions. And, yeah. yeah.
see you guys on the other side of our break. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. Hello. Uh, back to Dicing with Death. Welcome to Devon. Yes, our new character. Mm -hmm. Our intrepid explorer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Archaeologist in the making. Arcanologist. Uh, so... This is going to be on a new landmass, as we have discussed before a little bit. Uh, here it is. This is all the map that you're going to be able to see. The full totality of the map will not be shared with you. Um, we are going to be starting this campaign at the edge of the Age of Heroes, the, near the end of it. Hopefully, this will be what triggers the end of Age of, the, Age of Heroes here on this island for you. Um, you start in a small town called Necrot, which is hard to see because your character token is over it. Your uh, party marker is over it. Mm -hmm. In a rugged, mountainous, not mountainous, but like hilly area. Think of like the Greek um, peninsula. So lots yeah. of rough terrain. Uh, there's not really a government. There's not really uh, a system of anything going on. You just live in a small village. And that is as high as the social structure goes. You've got a couple hundred people in your village. There's not really a de facto leader that people just get together and talk about shit when they want to decide things. There's not really a hierarchy. There's not really town guards or a town sheriff or town laws. It's just a bunch of people in the middle of nowhere living together, which is why it's quite dangerous. Um... So, Devon, you were born to what? Ooh. Family. Where, where do you come from? Aren't we all shepherds here? Uh, yeah, could be. There might be some other small things here, like someone's probably a leather worker or yeah. a whatever. Um, yeah. So, what? Are you son of a shepherd? Seems uh, fair enough. Yeah. Does your family herd goats or sheep? Um, I think sheep. Can you herd goats? Don't they kind of just mm -hmm. do their own thing? Yeah, people herd goats all over the place. Yeah. Your family owns sheep. Uh, and how old are you when we start? Because we're I think we're going to stick skip around in your life as the campaign progresses. So we should start young. How young okay. do you want to start? Start with a nice round 20. And he feels so young now, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Back it in the day, to, yeah. twenty was like, oh, you're kind of a you're an older. We always start characters now. at age fifteen because, like, then you get more years to explore before you start taking old age penalties or something. Mm -hmm. but... Yeah. Son, son of a shepherd. Um, and what about your family? Are they living, dead? They're probably got to be at least a couple alive. It can be living, but I don't think we're going to be that interested in them, are we? Probably not very much. I haven't thought to name them or anything. I'm mechanically a half-elf, but I think we're going to kind of ignore that and just say mm -hmm. that there's, like, heroic ancient blood in me or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay. Um. So... How should we start this? What is your 
all to action here. You've been okay. seeing this this dude out in the wilderness, probably the sort of person your your mom's like, Devon, don't go see that old man out in the out in the hills. He's crazy. Yeah. And I think while I was tending flocks or tending the tending the sheep, taking them out to graze in the hills. How did it, what, what did I first see? Does he have a hut out there? Does he live in a cave or something? Or did he I, find me? I think he lives in like a cave that's 20 or 30 feet up a cliff face. And this cave has a fissure in it that uh, strange gases emerge from. And people refer to him as like the Oracle. But he's sort of like a weird old dude. And so people don't go to him unless there's a, a real thing that needs to be done. Uh, and he okay. can did, would I have heard bones. of him growing up or would I oh, yeah. or did I stumble across this cave not knowing who it was? Okay. No, everyone knows about the old crazy oracle out in the out in the hills. Mm-hmm. But he's like the old crazy oracle. He spouts gibberish and he's lecherous and he's like uh, malformed with like weird warts and bulges and weights on him. He's probably one of these people that was cast aside as a baby, but then survived, maybe raised by animals until he somehow learned speech and integrated with society somewhat. Um, Cause in yeah. this age, if your baby isn't like a perfect, healthy little child, you just chuck it into the woods and let the animals take care of it. So he was, discarded into the woods but uh he survived he was stronger than his family thought uh we're gonna need a name for this crazy old dude maybe a d6 to see if he's a crazy old dude or a crazy old woman Ooh, a crazy old woman not a crazy old man what a twist of events crazy lecherous old woman Uh uh-huh she's always like come here boy i need to feel your thigh to see the future (laughs) Yeah. We'll just make our sex offenders women and make it okay. <laughs> have you seen that show on Netflix called Hollywood? No, I have not. It's Bad. basically like, we're going to prostitute people, but they're young men, so it's okay. Instead of like, God. you know, people prostituting women. It's a, it's a weird, weird show. Anyway. Is it done with like tongue in cheek as social commentary or is it, no, just poor taste? Yeah, it. We'll go into it another time. I could talk right. a while about that show. Uh, so, what's this crazy old woman in the mountains in the hills name? Mm. We need a good. Oh, what are the um? There's the the fates. What are the fates called in Greek mythology? Norns. Yeah, but they have individual names. The Wait, Norns are Norse. The mute, the Morai, M O I R A I, Maori. The names are Plotho, Lachesis, and Atropos. Oh, this is definitely Atropos. Fuck yeah, it's a great name. The unturnable, a metaphor for death. Atropos. Atropos. The inflexible. A loader? What's in a loader? Maybe a, a lotter? Like she allots. Okay, yeah. A lotter. Spinner, the allotter, and the inflexible. Perfect. So, a tropos. This old crazy woman out there. 
breathing fumes, wearing uh, an old, dirty, ratted toga. People will climb up to her little nest and uh, throw her coins or food or something in exchange for tales of what their futures might be. She'll waft in the vapors and then cast chicken bones uh, into a cup and then tell people what their fate is. Sometimes it's true, sometimes it's not. Everyone thinks she's a bit crazy, and she's definitely handsy. Oh my god, is she handsy? So, maybe uh, one day I accidentally inhale some of these vapors when I've Mm -hmm. got my flock nearby, and my eyes glaze over and turn violet, and I can see the auras of magic. I guess bright yellow, whatever the detect mm-hmm. magic spell turns them. Yeah. Discovering uh, that I have uh, have the knack. And the first thing you will notice with the ability to see these magical auras is that underneath her ratty toga robes that and her like shawl that comes out to cover her gnarled, hairy, warty hands is uh, a source of magic on her uh, wrists, on either of her wrists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shouldn't say either. Both of her wrists mm-hmm. is a, uh, a moderately powerful magical item or set of items um, in mm-hmm. the abjuration school. Mm-hmm. But I think in uh, maybe she sees my eyes glow and recognizing powers in me takes you under her wing and uh, hands you over a, or not probably doesn't hand them to you at first, but keeps them to herself. These uh, scrolls with spells and incantations, and you can study them while you're with her uh, and learn. Oh, there was a something in here about um, your spell book. Oh, I do need a spell book on my character sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, right, so I think you probably won't have it for now. Uh, and so the mana system that we're going to be using here allows you to regain MP when you sleep, but then also allows you to regain MP if you sit and study your spell books as well uh, as okay. a daytime action. So okay. without your spell books, you'll just you'll gain uh, 1D willpower every night. And then if you have spell books that you can study, you can also gain 1D willpower over the course of the day of studying them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, we'll start you off with her holding on to these books for you. Mm-hmm. And then at some point she will gift them to you or or something tragic will happen to her and you will reclaim them or, or something in those, that ballpark. We'll, we'll get mm-hmm. there later. Um, so one day... You are visiting Atropos, and she casts her chicken bones. She smells the vapors. Is the dark magic? Is there still? Is there secret spells somewhere? Secret dark magic. There are secret dark magics. This class saying there's a new witch class. Are you working on a witch, or they talk? Or am I uh, they're on they're talking about empires of Arcadia. There's going to be a. I'm gonna probably end up making a witch class for five e. If another PC dies and mm. want to come back as a witch, it'll be like hag inspired, hmm. like that. 
Interesting. I was working on a two witch. I think I might have shown oh, yeah? it to you. Yeah. Okay. All the witches. Bring them on. So she smells the vapors, throws the chicken bones into a, a large pestle, uh, and like reaches out with her gnarled hand while her eyes are closed for your leg, and, like runs her hand from your knee up your thigh uncomfortably. I wince, but I don't stop her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as her fingers tighten onto your thigh and the nails begin to dig in, she starts murmuring and shaking, not shaking, but rocking back and forth, uh, her left hand pulling out the chicken bones again and casting them into the pot, but not looking at the answers, intuitively knowing what the bones will say. Um, and as her eyes open and her mind clears and her words go from just garbled gibberish back to some level of comprehensiveness. She stares at you and says, uh, Devon, you have somewhere you must go. There is a grave, a grave of a small hero hundreds of years ago that you must visit. The reasons will be made clear when you get there. And she looks towards the sky uh, and says, To the east, where the hills meet the grasslands, meets the ocean, in a cave on the cliffside. You will find your answers there, Devon, as to who you are and what your fate will become. Um, and then the raspiness of her voice I, sort of drops I back look, to a regular. I look off into the distance, nod knowingly. Um, can I roll a folklore check to see if I have heard of this uh, hmm? heard of this grave of, of my own accord? 17 not is yet. not good. Wait, D20, that's a natural two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have not yet heard of this grave. This is the age of heroes. Uh, it starts when people took up writing. Um, mm-hmm. But any time before that is just the age of mist where only oral tradition lies. So there are so we're, some... We're well heroes. into the age of heroes, right? So mm-hmm. writing has been established. Yes. Yes. Um, so you, you would have known that there have been many heroes that have risen and done something with themselves. But uh, they eventually fall and then whatever little empire they created falls around uh, falls behind them as well they're all little alexander the greats throwing together a massive empire and then having it completely die when they failed when they die i guess his empire stuck around for a couple hundred years but yeah never then i will ask uh who is this hero so bad at names, Ryan. Why do you ask the one question I can't she, answer? She can, she can say she doesn't know. She saw it in a vision. I saw it in a vision. <laughs> the name eludes me. 
tell, tell something. I will nod and climb down from her uh, cave and head east. Do I, uh, do I already have my armor cast on me? I suppose so, yeah. You've been uh, wandering around. You live in these areas, and they're dangerous, so it makes sense that you would have armor cast on you at all times. Uh, yeah, one but thing I mean, I, I'm wondering if, like, I've learned that spell or if she's cast it on me or... No, I think you've learned it by really now. Matter. Okay. Yeah. Um, one thing is you're going to have to start in a slightly different location. You will be starting here um, okay. because you're the... Uh, Atropos doesn't live in your town. She's uh, a yeah. one hex away, okay. which is an ideal opportunity to do a quick discussion about our movement system. Oh God, it's fairly simple. Mm-hmm. Um, each terrain type takes a number of movements points. You have a number of movement points equal to twice your speed. So if your speed is twelve, you can go twenty-four movement points in a day. And you see that hills will take 10 movement points, so you can go two hill hexes in a day. Um, gotcha. If you want to force march, you get an additional 25% movement. So you could go three hills in a day if you want to force march. All right. No. Um, am I looking after the flock? So do I abandon my sheep to go off on this quest, or are we saying that I've snuck off on my own? You will have had to sneak off on your own, because you couldn't take your flock here and then leave them down below while you... I mean, I'm wondering if the, if the sheep are just getting lost and running off, or if I've snuck off. This doesn't matter. I think any time that you go visit Atropos, somebody else is watching the flock of sheep. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you would, you would probably lose them when you are up in her cave for hours on end. Sure. All right. <clears throat> well, then. Let us journey to the east. Yes. Her hand slowly runs its way down your thigh towards your knee. The fingers I'm digging standing through up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you stand up and her hand like just yeah. slides off your leg. Yeah. Um, I'm wearing a, a robe or whatever, but mm-hmm. she scratches me through the through the wool. Mm-hmm. Uh, go, Devon. Go find your fate. He says. And uh uh, yeah, steely gray eyes on the horizon. I leave and I uh, don't look back. Yeah. All right. So I guess we'll uh, try to start moving my little thing. And yeah, roll you can go counter checks for me or whatever. Uh, you can go one more hex today, and mm-hmm. then I will so start was... rolling. Some oh, have things. I already have I already moved that first one? Yeah, because it would be part way. You would have had to okay. get here. So. Okay. so I move one more hex, and then that's the end of the day. Hmm. Let me just get the nature tracks that I need for us. Thank God I built these playlists. <laughs> Sweet. All right, so off you go on your own through the mountains. At some point, you can decide to make a map or you can wander around to get lost. I'm hoping that the map-making component of this will be fun, but if it's shitty and lame and we hate it, we can scrap it and do more classic uh, movements. We'll see. I, I feel like it's visually not very interesting just to see the one hex around, but I think mm-hmm. it makes sense. Maybe give like blurrier vision further. Or I don't know. Anyways, Yeah, we can do that. 
Um, what about... It's not quite enough. It seemed like that actually decreased it. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I need to change five. my character's name. There you go. This should give you some vision. You should be able yeah, to see your to surrounding say, hexes and then a little bit of the oh, next yeah. set around you. Yeah, just the color. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So your first day traveling out. Um, what is the farthest you've ever been from home, Devon? Because I'm thinking this, this quest probably will... pushing the limit of it, right? Unless mm -hmm. there maybe once we've ventured to trade with, or every once in a while. Are there other cities nearby? Uh, there are other villages, yeah, definitely. Lots of small general, little... like, general understanding. Because I'm sure occasionally we'll go take our wool to a village mm -hmm. or two over. When you guys have a, a surplus, you'll take it over and see if you can trade it for something that you need. Yeah. And the villages are sort of scattered and haphazard. Any one of these hexes might have three or four villages in it. Because um, if it's okay. a five-by-five five square, let's call it, even though it's a hex, that's a... You know, you could easily have multiple small villages within five miles of each other in a, a mountainous region, or a rugged sure. region like this. Yeah. Um, so any one of these hexes might have a village or might not have a village, and you'll okay. probably run into plenty of them as you, you cruise around. Okay. Yeah. Well, I walk leaning on my uh, staff as I go. You'll have to have some amount of food with you, right? Probably a some dried meat for yeah i didn't journeys. record it on my character sheet but i have a backpack that presumably would have some food in it maybe or am i starving on my first day out in the woods i, I do don't have a think water skin i mean i can go a few days without food if i need it did i venture out with no food in my pack or you'll probably have like two days worth of food in your pack yeah you know a simple amount to to travel around with just in case a little snack survival yeah. foods yeah. Mm hmm. Thought about taking a fishing proficiency, but I didn't. I think I've neglected. I think I wasn't an eager learner of the family business. I don't have my like animal husbandry type stuff, even if it's in my backstory. Right. It makes sense. Great heroes often eschew the world that they grew up in for something better, something greater. Yeah. <clears throat> So it is on this first day, as you find a place to make camp, that you see a group of buzzards circling overhead. Over circling me overhead or are they directly over it? Like they're like circling over me? Like they're circling over you or something that's really, really close to you. I will climb the nearest hill. I'm, I'm probably tucked in a little gully mm -hmm. thinking this would be a good spot to camp and I see the buzzards starting to circle. Uh, and I will climb. I'll crest the hill and see if I can get a view of uh, whatever they're looking at. Mm -hmm. The ground here is low-lying scrub. It's somewhat difficult to move through. It might block your path from time to time, making you do some like weird, twisty shapes. Um and why don't you give me the first roll of the game, which of course 
is a perception check. Because what? Else I mean, I rolled my folklore do? check, but uh... oh, it doesn't say making a perception check. It just rolls. Uh, yeah, it's... I think it say. I should say. I think in the newer version it does, but I forgot to update this instance of the character sheet yeah. because we've been playing with your stuff for a while. Anyways, I nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. Um. Yeah, you will spot fairly nearby uh, a creature lying low in between some of the brush watching at you. It is a, what do you call it? Um, a two-headed mountain lion. Have I heard of such things or is this like a mutant? This is definitely a mutant. You've heard of two-headed beasts before, but not a natural creature like this. Maybe like a two-headed ogre or a two-headed cyclops or one of these other like monstrous things, but a two-headed mountain lion is an unusual thing. It is not typically of this world. Not typically yeah. here. So where is it? If I'm, I'm, I go to climb a hill to get a better view. Do I see it like down the valley or do I see it on my way up the hill? Uh, it's as you're coming up the hill, like you were in a little bit of a valley. So you go up one side of the hill and as you look back, it's on the other side of the valley. Um, mm-hmm. in some chaparral, as if it were getting ready to pounce on you while you were setting up camp. Well, how far away is it? Uh, maybe 80 feet down and 80 feet up, so probably like 100 feet um, across. No, that's well, not right. That would make a really <clears throat> steep thing. Probably like 40 feet down, 40 feet up, so it's 100 feet across. There we go. Well, I pull out my sling and uh, wind it up and go to peg this thing. Alright. Slowing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... Oh, attack. Uh, and you Whiff. roll a two. Your little sling stone goes <laughs> right into the bush next to the two-headed mountain lion. It's actually a bullet. It's probably a little brass bead. Mm-hmm. Quite, quite a valuable nug, but off it goes. Does the creature even notice me? <laughs> yes. Such a, such a miserable mess. He is stalking you. It is stalking you. And it will see you make the attack. It'll get startled by what's in the bush. And I don't know if the creature understands that that was a projectile thrown from you. Right? That's a, a pretty advanced <clears throat> thing to understand that. Relatively yeah. advanced. So you will maybe, notice the creature like tenses better, but, and, yeah. and looks to the side as if it's waiting for a predator or something mm-hmm. else to come by. And it like loses sight of you for a minute while it investigates this this noise. Yeah. And I think I like dash off perpendicular to where I am and get ready to throw another <laughs> bullet if I get another round. Uh, yes, the cat will spend this round slowly moving through the low-lying bush to see what the fuck this thing is and end mm-hmm. its turn pawing at the little piece of brass on the ground, uh, the unusual reflective surface in an otherwise dull terrain. Yeah. Um, your attack is so bad, it doesn't even provoke an enemy attack. Yeah. It was a distraction. Mm-hmm. Um, so I move, what, 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 what can you move and attack at your full rate of fire? I don't have like my special missile weapon things. Can you do half and? Uh, I think you can do it's normally half move, half attack, but if your attack is one, I think you can half move and sling. Yeah. 
that makes sense. So normally yeah. you have to stand still to make your full rate of fire? To get your full rate of fire? or you, Yeah, yeah. If you have a bow, I think you need to stand still to get your full rate. Okay. Then maybe I don't move at all. Maybe I just like... Or is one the minimum? I think one is the minimum. Yeah. Okay. That seems fair. So I move like 60 feet to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, should we roll initiative or should I keep slinging until it notices me? Or until it, I don't know, recognizes... Yeah, it sees its prey has moved, and it will come for you. So let us roll the initiatives. How far away is it from me? You've moved 60 feet. It was about 100 feet across, so now it's like 100. I guess you haven't... It's got to go like 40 feet down and 40 feet up, and now 60 feet over. So doing a little bit of trig, it's probably like 40, 60, or 40, 80. So is it gonna, can it like sprint and reach mm-hmm. me in a round? It probably wouldn't be able to reach and attack you at the same time because it has to go up a hill to get to you. Okay. If it was on then flat I'll, ground, it might be able to do it. Then I'll prepare to do another sling before closing into melee. Excellent. If I can just get a little a bobcat. No, no, we'll just use a regular line. A regular... Oh, I don't have a token, so I just rolled uh, in chat. That is... If I click on this, would it let me? Oh, I could do... Oh, yeah, you could use the the hex for your... There you go. There we go. Um, Oh, slings uh, are slow. Yeah. Yeah, but that makes sense, because a sling, you got to put the bullet in and get it wound up and spun up Mm -hmm. and... You have uh, limited options of timing releases. If you, you know, make a small mistake, you'll have to let it go a whole circle again to toss. Um, makes sense to me. So the mountain lion will burst forth, both of its heads growling. It'll come down the slope past your little camp and start to scamper up the hillside towards you. And I think you'll probably get your attack off before it closes all the way. So make your attack. 15 should hit. That will easily hit the two-headed mountain lion. For four points of damage. Which will... I think... uh, That'll do... How do I tell you this? Um, That'll do about 40% of its HP. This will be easy enough. It's a weak lion. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I will, yeah, kind of stuff the sling into my pocket, switching to staff, and uh, get ready to face this beast. All right. Well, the lion has moved. Let's roll initiative for next round. And this round, it will definitely be within melee range. Uh, you will get a. Th- Is that a three on your initiative die? I'm quick with my staff. It's the one shepherding skill that I actually pay attention to. Perfect. So I guess I will ready my uh, my staff to uh, smack it. Mm-hmm. Uh, righty then. Let's go for it, Ryan. All right. So uh, the creature, I get my staff ready, and the creature closes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The yeah, yeah. I guess if you ready your oh, attack, the creature closes. Miss it with the staff, but it uh, even with my fist, I should get faster than that. And I'm a martial artist, so I can fist without provoking OAs. 
Mm -hmm. So I distract it with the staff and then promptly slap it with my hand (laughs) for three points of damage. You punch the creature, the mountain lion, across one of its heads. Mm -hmm. Um, Did four the first time, and now you're doing three. That's a total of seven damage. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, the two-headed mountain lion growls, it roars, and both heads go to bite you. Yeah, because I get a free block versus one of them. Um, All right. I'll let you decide which one. Nine uh, is, a, is a fail, I think. Fail, right. Mountain lion will roll a six, a modified six, and a modified 13 against you. Nope. Uh, neither of which get anywhere close to our 17 AC wizard here. Uh, and then its four paws go to claw you. How many attacks? <laughs> uh, four. I guess it gets four attacks. That seems like, oh, two, you mean two paws, two heads? Two paws, two bites, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the first paw will roll an eight, but the second paw will smack you with a natural 18 modified 21. So a big, meaty mountain lion paw comes right across your chest, ripping you for three points of damage. Bloody in your chest, giving you some big slashes across it that begin to bleed slowly. Not a crit, but... Uh, Right, you would have needed to roll one or two more to be a crit. I think one more. 17. Ah, yes. So, next round, initiative. That is not the Mountain Lion token. Mountain Lion goes at seven. Our hero, the brave Devon, at four. It's 12. Uh Uh-oh. The 12 with the staff is a miss. It goes, like, right between the two lion's heads as it rears back up onto its hind legs, ready to, like, fall down onto you in that, like, predator. I'm going up and over and... Oh, How about a 14? That'll do it in its soft underbelly where those ribs are and that <laughs> untouchable fur. With, the, with another slap. <laughs> Punch the critter who drops to one HP. Oh. One oh, hit point man. remaining. I got a second attack at the end of the round. Um, so I'm going to use uh, my... Ma- my magic instinctively to conjure a wall of force. Quick gesture, I produce an angled wall of force between me and the target, blocking an incoming attack. I'll block one of the, uh, block one of the, whatever, one of the, one of the bites. Yeah, you don't have to, if it has multiple attacks, you would just do it on the one that will close with you, right? It's an instant spell, so it happens like, when you're about says, to take damage. Yeah, it says I need to announce before the attack roll is made. Right, like I will be casting Glancing Blow on the Ogre's next attack. So you need, it can't be like, oh, you're hit. Well, now I'm going to cast Glancing yeah. Blow. It's like, I'm going to I'm gonna cast it if I get hit, I think is the, the way it will work. So you have to show the intent and then it can trigger as needed. Is, is okay, but do I use the spell points even if it doesn't? hit me? No, because you don't ready it. So you could okay. literally say I cast Glancing Blow every single round and then it only goes off when you get hit if you really wanted to show intent, but I think hmm. um, people generally don't behave that way. People like okay. to save their mana. Okay. Um, 
we'll, we'll so adjust I, I, if it's too so powerful I'll only, this way. So I'll only use the spell points if the attack would hit. Right. But you have to be at least mentally prepared to be deflecting incoming blows. Okay. It seems weird. Um, it seems like you should always just be mentally prepared to deflect incoming blows. Hmm. Maybe. I'm open to suggestions, okay. but let's take it like this. So yeah. the bites come with I a... do get a free block with my staff. Um, Would you like to use it? I don't know if we want to do this before or after. Let's see. I do roll an 18, but I guess it would have to roll. Only if it crits would that matter. Because I need to succeed lower With a lower than, die roll. Right. Yeah. Right. So uh, it would block if it, if it crits me. <laughs> so you bring your staff up to block one of the heads, and the head sort of moves around the staff to try and get an angle on you and cannot make it, nor can the other head. They both miss. Uh, one nine and one sixteen, and then the paws come in. Uh, the first paw is a fourteen. The second paw is a seventeen exactly, which is when your deflecting, glancing yeah. blow spell goes off. Mountain lion will do two damage to you, but you reduce it Wait, by d eight plus level, so it'll reduce it oh. to zero. I can reduce it to zero. It. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> good. Good thing. All right, so yes. I drop three MP. The angled wall of force appears force. between you and the creature. Its paw like scrapes down this wall instead of across your body, and yeah. this spooks the mountain lion. It's a weird creature. It's badly wounded. The pro- only reason it's fighting you at this point is probably because it's starving. But you have wall forced it in a way, uh, mm-hmm. and it's it's unfamiliar with these magics, so it will flee using a move action, um, not a disengage, bounding down the hill and away from you. You have uh, a weapon I in will hand. chase after it. I have a second attack at the end of the round, and I also have an opportunity attack. Go for the opportunity attack. Which is a miss, probably even with the back mm-hmm. attack. Mm-hmm. And then, But I will. I would like to like chase after it and get a second and kick my extra attack at the end of the round. Sure. It does a half move. It has movement speed 12. Oh you have God. movement speed 12. All the eights. <laughs> Um, and then I think I will try to sling it as it runs away. Right. So next round initiative, it begins to scamper down some hills. You pull out a sling. Oh, um, it gets an eleven on the I initiative. I didn't have the I didn't have the token selected. So the sling is slow. It takes a while. Um, yeah. You have to fish but out I think the it'll stone still be within one hundred and fifty feet by the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it'll so go. 120 feet down the hill. It can't really scamper. It can't, like, flat-out run in this rugged terrain. It has to, like, move between rocks and over this thing and behind that thing. So it'll get to yeah. 120 feet from you, and you can... Finish it's still it. short range. Yeah. 17 will crack the tiger in the back of the spine, and the creature will... Lion, I mean, um, fall face-first into, like, a rough, rocky area. And stop moving. I'm a shepherd. I'm used to killing wolves and lions that threaten my flock. Mm-hmm. But this two-headed creature is something else. So, so I will I will approach the felled lion and investigate. Have I heard of anything like this? Should I roll a folklore check? Please do. There we go. Yes, Devon. 
you have heard of various two-headed creatures. Never a two-headed mountain lion before, but your folklore check tells you that this is a specific creation of the gods. You know that every species, everything was intended and created by a god. For example, elves are a creation of Astaire, probably with a little help of Nerul. They are orderly creatures who live long periods of time and like to shape everything to their function and follow a very specific path. They are creatures of Astaire, for example. And um, people might say that dwarves are beings of Seor, great crafters and forgers. Humans are... Controversial creatures of Malchus, they say. say. (laughs) Unpredictable, wild, able to achieve great heights, but also very undirected. So, half elves are the perfect balance between order and chaos, Stare and Malchus. Mm -hmm. Yes, some might say that. Weird creatures, typically not able to even breed amongst each other since they're such mixes of opposite. Uh, not the book I'm looking for. A two-headed creature, however, is said to be one of two things. That's either uh, a being of Dwarbaf and Guam, who is the two-headed god of knowledge and wisdom. Uh-oh. Although in this situation, that seems a little unlikely. Knowledge Those are and my wisdom. favorite gods. Perhaps I see this as an omen. Well, what would you, what were you saying the more likely option is? I was scrolling through my deities and trying to buy time. <laughs> uh, I mean, it would either be that or maybe another creature of chaos or uh, a creature of death. I think one of those are probably your your inclination to believe that this was oh. placed here by Malchus or Varasi or Dwarbath <clears throat> and Guam. Hmm. I think uh, knowledge and wisdom being... Uh my favorite deities. Maybe I see this as a good sign. I didn't really imagine myself as the type to go around wearing animal skins, but it seems a shame to pass up a two-headed lion. Mm-hmm. Um, how, what state is the creature in? Is it scrawny and starving? Yes. Yes, you can see its ribs very easily on its body. Uh, it didn't have very much HP. It had 3d8 plus 1, and it rolled an 11. So, like, that's pretty crap. It's creature the hide. Is... What, what quality is the hide? It's a little patchy Not... here and there, but the mains are... Wait, does... Mountain lions don't have mains. Does it have two um, mains? No. Mountain lions don't have mains, do they? I don't think so. No. Um, the, the hide is a little thin in some places, but otherwise fully intact. You've done only bludgeoning damage to it, so you haven't even ripped open the hide. It's not bleeding from anywhere. It's just internal body damage. It's hard to get a hide in better condition than this unless you, like, fed this mountain lion chicken and rice and all sorts of juicy fats and let its coat get nice and good and had to eat a lot of salad because salad makes your hair shiny. That's what my dad told me to try and get me to eat my salads as a child. Did you want shiny hair? Is that a good thing? No, I didn't. It didn't help at all. I was like, I don't give a shit about shiny hair, dad. He's like, eat your salad. It makes your hair shiny. My uncle used to be like, you should eat your vegetables. It'll put hair on your chest. And I would, no, no vegetables, please. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
Um, but clearly, okay. you ate your vegetables, Ryan. I've seen you shirtless. Alas, mm-hmm. not that hairy. Just the right amount of hairy. That's the right. Um, okay, I. Well, I guess we'll keep this lion. But is Lauren saying something? No, it started to rain. Oh, and I just couldn't quite tell. We get these um, great thunderstorms in the afternoons. I don't have any sort of tanning, leatherworking stuff skills. So would I know anything about whether I should like field dress this and gut the lion, or if I should just carry the uh, whole creature back? Well, your family would be the people that would know how to do that. You could muddle your way around here, but you'd probably end up like trying to like cut through along and then just like rip through the hide and ruin yeah. it. Most likely. I guess it's, it's probably technically still alive, right? Stay unconscious uh, for a few days. Yeah, I guess it's just ba- so badly beaten that it's in the state of dying, and this creature probably isn't going to put up a fight to live too long. So it'll last out in this weather with this heat and and without access to any water while it's got internal damaging. It'll probably die over the next couple hours. Hours, not days. Okay. I mean, I hours could be up to fifteen. You know. Mm-hmm. Even in its hungry, scrawny state, it still weighs a good 120 pounds. Um, What is my weight allowance? I could be severely encumbered and drag it back. I think if you drag, you only have to carry half the weight, essentially. Mm -hmm. Because part of the weight stays on the ground. Well, I will think on this as I bed down for the night. Next year, mountain lion. Yeah. Thinking on it as a good omen. You said Dwarbaf and Guam are your favorite gods, or Devon's Yeah, favorites? before I knew how primitive our society was going to be, I was going to imagine being like a monk of knowledge and wisdom, mm-hmm. seeking out ancient ruins. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is where I, uh, Get that inspiration. First get that inspiration, yeah, this two-headed beast. Okay. You can bed down for the night here. Um, And as you do so, you have visions of Atropos. Her hand on your thigh. the, The raspiness of her voice. The weird way she rocks back and forth, and the the faint scent of sulfur emanating from the fissure in the ground with her. During these visions, you will also, or during these dreams, you will remember her instructions. The the place where the hills meet the plains meets the sea, and you will see a cliffside grotto, maybe twenty feet from the crashing water below, twenty feet from the the cliff top above. Um, Mm -hmm. A small little entryway, maybe seven feet wide, six feet tall, open to the air, facing the east, getting the first uh, rays of light. Um, And then as the... It's sort of like time will move quickly through your head. And as the sun rises to the point that it no longer shines inside the grotto, you will see a shadow crawling out. Um, sort of like it goes into shade 
and then the shade just gets darker and darker, covering the front entranceway until it is pitch black and cannot be seen. And then the sun continues its way through the sky, and uh, the dream ends. You wake up next to the mountain lion. It has passed away in the night. It's been a cool evening out here in the wood and uh, the hills. So it's not quite yet started to rot, but the sun is coming up. It will be beating down upon the both of you, and soon the creature will fester. Do I regain spell points? Oh, this is great time. So s- let's take a look at that. Did I send you the Clara, the wizard rebuild page? Yes, you did. Okay. Uh, resting is defined as minimal physical activity. No, so no, getting in sleep. the fight interrupt that, or if sleep. I'm sleep is very important for spellcasters. Anything less than good sleep is worthless when it comes to recovering spent mana. Good sleep is warm, dry, and un- uninterrupted by situational environmental factors. Quality sleep is being totally relaxed and comfortable, like a feather bed in an inn or in your own home, good. on top of requirements. Temperate hillside. Mm-hmm. You are warm and dry and uninterrupted. Seems, seems like good enough sleep, right? So I can yeah, roll 1D me, willpower. 1D willpower. You expended six spell points? Yeah. In the oh, wait. I didn't want to do a willpower check, but... Oh, okay, uh, I see. I want to do 1D13, not a willpower yeah, yeah, check. Yeah. All right. More than enough. Um, I only expended three, so I've got my armor spell, which is eating up. Got it. Three, so I, I gained enough to get back to full. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, what to do with this creature? I'm tempted to just take it back to town. It seems like such a prize. Do I know how far the ocean is? No. You know that there is an ocean, but you've probably never... Or you've only ever seen it from a distance. Um, you know that Necrot is sort of... Like, there's an ocean in all directions, basically. Yeah. Uh, and you've probably seen it when you've traveled west... From the mm-hmm. top of a hill over, like, 20 miles of terrain, you've just seen, like, blue in the distance, but you've never been to the seaside. Mm-hmm. Maybe you will trade with some of those um, grassland people for salt that they evaporate out of the ocean when you have mm-hmm. extra wool. Um, could I fashion a sled to drag this lion on or, like, pile it on some sticks or Sled technology! Yeah, totally. That's fine. Um, I'm wondering if how much that would slow me down to travel with. It would probably be faster in the long term, short, slower in the short term, because you got to spend an hour to make a sled. Oh, sure, sure. But uh, yeah, yeah. Would I be encumbered? Would could I still move two taxes with with the lion dragging? Uh, if you can fashion a sled to drag the lion. We'll say it will only take you know, a third of the weight instead of half of the weight, which would be dragging it on rugged ground. Um, so okay. 120 so goes down to 40 pounds. Does that encumber you? 40 pounds on top of my 20. It will lightly encumber me, I think. What would your movement rate be then? Nine? I think it would be eight, according eight. to the sheet, which so, would... If you force march, you could get back to Necrot by nightfall then. What does a force march do? Does that penalize anything or? Uh, I haven't come up with the rules for a force march yet. I just knew that it's a thing. 
we should talk um, about it. What what should I think there are force march rules somewhere in the player's handbook, but I don't think they're very good. And I think instead of that, I'm going to hide the lion corpse. Hmm. Do my best to like find a way to stash it in some bushes, preserve mm -hmm. it in a spot that I can remember. Like hopefully keep set it up in a way that predators won't bother it. But we'll see. We'll see if the gods truly are looking after me and my bounty. Mm -hmm. Dave March, a character makes a con check. Creatures mud. Creatures must roll. But you make a con check. First, make average group. Creatures must roll saving throw versus death. At the end of the day, is a force march since the la since they lack. Oh, that's creatures. Okay. Minus one penalty is applied to each consecutive day of force marching. If the check is passed, the force march can continued. If it's failed, no more force marching attempts can be made until the characters have completely recovered from the ordeal. Recovery requires a half day per day of force marching. Oh, okay. So basically, you need a con check. It's a con check, and if you fail, you can't push yourself any farther until you have rested for all the force march days. That's actually kind of nice. Okay. That's not I as bad as con. I, I could be. force march if I needed to, but I'm not going to bother. Mm -hmm. Uh, one drawback so, of a force march is that each day of force march results in a minus one penalty to all attack rolls. This modifier is cumulative. Okay, so it does yeah. give combat penalties. Yeah. Okay, that's actually not bad. Uh, you will stash the body here, you say? Yeah, if I can find, like, maybe if I could find a cave to put it in, or like some bushes. Do we want to roll to see how good of a quality stash I can find or make? Or Yeah. Um... Or do you want to do that in secret somehow, or? No, why don't you make me a wisdom willpower check uh, for your ability Ew. to stash it? No, Big unless team. we want to use that 25 that I rolled accidentally. No. Uh, yeah, you'll, you'll put the two-headed lion tucked in maybe like a, a little stream gully where some plants have overgrown it. Uh, and some animal will probably come and eat it. Perhaps, or maybe, maybe you'll just have to roll bones. really high to find it if you come back to this hex. Now, this is yeah. one of those areas where the grid system is going to be interesting, because I've marked this hex where the lion is on the GM layer, um, but you will have to be able to return to the same hex to find the mountain lion. Yeah. And I have not been making my own map yet. I'll get to that eventually, but I, th right. so far I haven't. All right, haven't so, and then so we'll long. spend maybe an hour tucking the lion away and then get back mm -hmm. to moving. Okay. So I'll move one hex to the right. Mm-hmm. And uh, another hex to the right. Yes. In the far distance, you can see the ocean. It lies mm -hmm. to the northeast of you at this point, and east as well. Uh, um, it's just a blue sliver of shininess that you can see over the next few hills. It'll be another half day before you can actually get to the ocean's edge. Yeah, so if I force march now, that would immediately give me a minus one on attack rolls. Mm hmm Until you've had your days of rest. Yeah. Yeah. And you will eat your... Is a day of rest, does it be, need to be a full day of rest, or is it just a night of rest? Half day of rest is required to one day worth of force... Oh, yeah, so you'd need to be like sit down and say I'm not going to move for half a day or I'm mm -hmm. you know I'm going to just take the whole day off in camp and chill. All right, so it's probably better to just rest here. Mm -hmm. 
this will be the end of your food supplies. Which is not that big of a deal. You can easily go many days without food. Especially in such a brutal environment where you probably have to go many days without food even during good times. Yeah, but I'll be on the lookout. I guess tomorrow I'll be on the lookout for food. Mm -hmm. You didn't have any survival proficiencies? No, I have first aid. It's interesting yeah. to take because you can't first aid yourself when you're unconscious. You know what? Regrets. Or maybe I'll ask if I can swap that for something more sensible, but we'll see. Yeah. I guess you're right. It's totally useless in a solo campaign, isn't it? Completely useless. You might want to swap that out. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. You can you can still swap it we'll, out. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what makes sense. I mean, I think a lot of these I maybe haven't totally learned yet. Mm-hmm. So. You're, you're a young man. You're only 20 years of age, still wet behind the ears. Your brain won't be developed for another seven years fully developed for another seven years yeah so uh does anything happen on that day or do we go do i rest nope the day is uh just walking in the baking sun seeing a few animals here or there the buzzards are long gone by now you might catch the occasional jackrabbit hopping through something plenty of little birds small lizards bound um yeah, it's a, an ordinary day. We'll go on to the next one, the third one. And go ahead and make your movement. Do I gain an HP from that second day of walking? You did oh, force was... march, but you're hiking through the hills, but you're getting a rest. Um, yeah, I didn't push it. And I, I actually went less than I could have. Let's see. Movement rates, right? I could have moved 24. And you I, could have, I only moved 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can get an HP back. Fine. You didn't do anything strenuous. You are sort of hiking through the hills, but you can go at a slower pace because you don't have to use all of your movements. Yeah. Oh. All right. It's nice. Third day, I will move to the shore. And for the first time, Devon will gaze out over at the ocean, the infinite blue waters that stretch on farther than the eye can see, the great vastness and flatness of it all. It is a sight to behold for those who have never seen it. Um, From your I, position... Yeah. I've spent the- some... Little time this afternoon, taking in the uh, taking in the ocean, and then scanning the coastline, looking I think north to see if I see cliffs. You are standing atop a cliff right now. the The hills do not roll gently down to meet the sea; they sort of end in sheer cliffs of dirt, rock. Uh, the earth here is reddish. There's a high iron content in the soil. And uh, the cliffs you can see are red most of the way down, and then near the bottom turn a little bit more bluey, rocky, um, as if there's a, a different layer of earth down there. Okay. To the south of you are plains, to the north of you are hills, to the east is the sea. Alright. Ear gulls <laughs> in the distance. Then, then I will uh, head north. Um, looking out for a cave on the cliffs that matched my vision, and mm-hmm. also uh, food. Hmm. 
Yes. Maybe an, maybe a bird that I can smack with a sling bullet, or something I can forage in the. Yeah. Well, there are large rat-eating seagulls floating around in the or um, gliding around above the cliffs where the the cool air and the hot air from the ocean meet and kind of create these updrafts that the gulls can use to stay afloat without having to flap their wings the their thermals that's what they call them is that rat eating was that a thing in this pandemic the seagulls are eating rats is that what you're referencing they're returning to their natural yes the seagulls are returning to nature they're carnivores Mm -hmm. they don't eat trash naturally they eat other creatures birds rats well, so I'll move, I guess, one hex north that day, um, looking at, looking for a cave along the cliffs, and I... maybe some easy food. Yeah, roll me that perception check as you scan for caves. Nailed it. Nailed it, and you do not find such a cave, but you will eventually see, what do you call these things? Uh, a monitor lizard that's the word a big ass monitor lizard sort of prowling in the shade between uh, between a a rock face and underneath a a small scrubby tree with just a few leaves on it this monitor lizard is slow probably not too much of a threat to you its large fork tongue sticks out to taste the air uh, it looks a little lean like everything else around here. All right. Um, I think I will run it down and save myself a bullet. Um, actually, I don't know what's a safer bet for killing a creature. I'd probably sling it from a close distance and then try to chase it down. Mm-hmm. So I'll you start by, that these, by these losing a sling bullet. <laughs> are not terribly dangerous like they can certainly defend themselves but they're not natural predators of humans um small so their their bite can be damaging might be a real threat to a child to an adult it's probably just gonna like fuck you up and make you not want to get too close to it but you could probably take fuckers just kill a lion of course i can take a monitor lizard yeah So I totally whiff on my uh, sling. Do you want to save another versus death or anything? You rolled one. No, I think you put your sling bolt in and you go to spin around and like the bolt flies behind you and falls off a cliff and plunges into the mm-hmm. water. And um, probably should have thought to ask about recovering my bullets with the uh, lion, but next time. Mm-hmm. Um, monitor lizard just keeps going on its way stalking foot after foot going uh it's headed towards the coast right up to i think i pick up running after it for going my sling in lieu of a batter so i go to catch it snatch its tail smack it with a staff whatever it started crawling away and i can't can't let it escape that's my dinner all right um, the monitor lizard will hear you coming. It'll turn to face you. And as you close the gap, it hisses and gets ready to fight you. Probably not super effectively, but who knows? It can still roll a 20. Should we do initiative or what? Oh, yeah. 
pretty slow. Is it ready an attack before I get there? Get myself a lizard token first. Oh yeah, here it is. On lizard token. Not showing up there to go. There we go. Monitor lizard. Initiative 13, baby. Nope. Oh my god, Devon. You double critical? I don't think a lizard Six has damage. higher than AC 10. I can't imagine it having higher than AC 10. Splat? Does it, Four, five, does it survive? Seven, eight damage. No, no, never mind. It's dead. Uh, what do you, how do you Pretty kill it? Music. I think I just chase after it. It turns and hisses, and there's just a staff that crushes its skull in one blow. Yeah, it's a perfect blow. There's a rock underneath its head, and the skull splits open. The monitor lizard twitches. It's a tail swishing reflexively as the body dies and neurons fire and uh, sodium bridges get made for probably another five or ten minutes, but it's definitely dead. I need a quick break. We can either take a break or just do, I'll be back in 30 seconds. Up to you. Be back in 30 seconds. I got to set some things up anyway. I'm really excited to show off this map and I'm really bummed that we're doing this hex by hex movement rate because it's very um, what do you call it it doesn't show off the map very well and I want to show off the map but like I also want to explore this new map exploring type so one day we'll, we'll show off the beauty of this thing we made it last night on stream and then deleted the VODs so that nobody else could take screenshots of it and Make big maps. All right. All right. Uh, you can get your monitor. You can eat the meat. There's plenty of brush here with which to make a fire and cook your lizard over. Y'all know cooked lizard gives you far more nutritional value than raw lizard and has far fewer parasites. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Always cook your meat. So... I camp here along the shore. Mm hmm. Yep. And yeah. Eat my meat. Mm hmm. Your lizard is. Rest up uh, and wait. I think it's time to see how good your lizard tastes, Ryan. Want to roll a grub skill? Do I have heroic grub skill or a standard? Yes, you have heroic grub skill, of course. Oh, only Not 10. Not that heroic. Not that. 26. Yeah. Well, he might be stringy. Uh, he might be tough. But there's a, a lizard flavor that is hard to beat. Of course, you can't consume the <laughs> whole creature in one sitting. But you can maybe dry some out. Make yourself some jerky strips to go. Munch on a lizard leg while I walk tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Nothing better than be lizard after a hard day of starvation. Mm-hmm. 
Day four. You wake up to the sound of birds and gulls. A cool wind blows off the coast, giving you a, a nice refreshing breeze and an otherwise warm summer on these hills. All right. I summer. pick up the travel. Heading north along the coast. One hex. One hex. Yep. Should uh, I roll you... any perception checks or? Yes, please do. Oh, oh. nope. The cliff here becomes very dangerous. Uh, the angle of incline kind of switches, so it gets a little bit more like this at the at the top. So you can't actually look over the edge and see the sheer side. If you were to try and scramble down to where it becomes sheer, you would probably lose your footing on the unstable, dirty cliffside. I think you're just not unable. Grab Featherfall. You just can't see if there's a cliff here at all whatsoever. That will continue another hex north. Mm-hmm. Two. This is day four, right? Three. Um, your lizard meat will keep you through the day. Mm-hmm. Today, you will come across a small village. As you peek over one hill and come down to another, you'll see that there is a, a deep ravine that slices its way through the hills here and makes its way into a waterfall that dangles 40 feet off the cliff before plunging into the ocean and down near the base of this ravine um, where the the water right before the waterfall is a small village of maybe eight buildings um, there's a little pen with some goats in it you can see little bits of fire rising from uh, a hole in the roof not even a proper chimney these have like mud brick building uh, walls with uh, stick roofs not even really thatched roofs, just, you know, something to give you a little bit of shade and maybe some animal skins tucked under the the sticks um, or, like, wedged between two layers of sticks to give you some shelter from the water. Not on the top layer because you want that in shade so that it doesn't wear out in the sun as much. Well, I will venture into this village. Yeah. And uh, look for people. They are here. Uh, they oh, see well. you coming. And in the wave. tradition of the people in this area, they immediately invite you into their home. That's the, the oh. first thing they see to you. They say to you when they see you is, Welcome, traveler. Can I offer you food, shelter, water? Oh, please. I've had nothing but lizard meat to eat for days. <laughs> My name is uh, Vaughn. I come. Do we have a name for my village? Uh, Necrot. Necrot. Was that the city or? That's the village. Right now, it's a village. In the future, it becomes a city. Uh, okay. I am uh, from Necrot, in the west. Come on a uh, pilgrimage, seeking the tomb of a great hero. Here along the coast. Perhaps you know of it. A tomb of a great hero along the coast? 
You speak of seltzer. Yes. What happens when you name things based on what's sitting around on your desk? (laughs) Seltzer. Original. Mm. Kroger Seltzer. Wow. Interesting names. Um, Is it polite to accept their food and their hospitality if I'm invited in? It is. Should it would I not be to, I rude to pay them? if you would like to be polite. That would be a, a wonderful way of doing it. Yeah. This um, environment is hostile and the gods here, uh, according to local folklore, frown upon people who shun one another. Um, granted, you know, yeah. in times of war or if someone's clearly a threat, it's a little bit different, but yeah. uh, you're not going to survive on your own in this world. So if you don't yeah. help each other out, no one lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We'll say, yes, I am. Uh, I'm quite hungry. I would appreciate any food you have uh, have to offer. I don't have anything to trade, but I have a few uh, bits of copper. I could uh, be happy to exchange. In traditional fashion, for, uh, lodging. They will make uh, a refusal at first. They are almost mm-hmm. honor bound to refuse your first offer in case you are too poor to actually afford such things um maybe i maybe i don't even insist i just like leave the copper behind when i mm-hmm. when i depart in the morning very appropriate um, i'll ask them where seltzer is entoured and maybe to regale me with tales of this hero yes is this a particular family that just randomly offered me in offered to take mm-hmm. me in or is yeah, there was like the, a village the... gathered to talk with me what is, what is... Uh, most of the people are out right now hurting their creatures. The few people that are here are the children, the guardians of the children, the old, and a couple of people whose jobs involve, like, you know, uh, spinning wool into thread and then looming it into fabric. Yeah. So it's the domestic workers that are left here. You will learn that this village is named Kroger. Yeah. And the family here that is taking you in. Uh, the person that you see before you is a middle-aged man who's the one that invited you in. He's the guy who works the loom. His name is Loomer. Loomer. Mm. They are creative. Do I not know of this man from my wool trading? Mm -mm. No, you've never (laughs) seen this podunk village. You've never been this far north. Seltzer. To, they say, say about her. They say that she came from the sea. She was born of sea foam on the waves, uh, a creature of semi-divine origins, created by the gods. Not like the rest of us who are sired by each other, but created from the sea foam, from the sand. Her hair was coarse and rough, her skin uh, light and fluffy. Hmm. Where uh, where can I find her grave? It has been buried and hidden somewhere near where she arose. Uh, the location is that, itself is a mystery to me. Is that further north of here? Would that be further north of here? Do other villages speak of her, or is she a local uh, local hero? I think 
many know of the legend of seltzer she she came out near a beach um somewhere as around i i don't know where but this area here is cliffy and rocky and there are no beaches until he shrugs Hmm. I believe further north is a swamp. So perhaps south or perhaps on the other side of the island. Might have overshot it. Well then. Oh, thank you for your hospitality. And uh, yeah, rest the night. Yeah, they accept you here. Eventually the rest of the village will return. Uh, They're excited to see a new person. Many people come mm-hmm. off asking what you have to trade, and soon the information spreads that you're not here to trade. You are looking for the le- the tomb of Seltzer. Yes. And one of the people here, not Loomer, but one of his children, his oldest daughter, asks you why. Mister, mister, why are you looking for the tomb of Seltzer? Why are you <clears throat> looking to disturb her rest? An oracle. Um... In my village, had a vision of this tomb, and uh, said I was uh, destined to seek it out. I do not know what I will find there, but on the way here, I encountered a uh, two-headed lion. No moment I think of uh, Dorboff and Guam. Perhaps knowledge and wisdom await me at this tomb seem eager about this. Visions are not unheard of. Many people have had them. Some are skeptical of these visions. Others regard them with uh, great significance and meaning. They'll they'll treat you. They'll host you. They will give you meager meals. uh, Let you fill your water skin from their little creek. You can see it. the, The waterfall that it creates basically turns to mist before it hits the ocean because it's not that thick of a a creek that runs out of here. They'll tell you the creek runs back to a a small spring about 15 miles through the hills. Mm -hmm. Um, And the the spring is clear, clean water that flows year round. said to be blessed by a a local spirit to keep it safe. Um, No one has ever been attacked at this spring. The predators will come and drink from the water's edge, but not attack the people who sit there or or bathe there or drink from it. Um, And in return, to honor the local spirit who protects the people, um, none of these villagers will ever attack anyone or any creatures that come to drink from the water's edge, considering them to be protected on that journey. Excuse me. Well, interesting. But I don't think I have time to investigate. I will fill my water skin in this creek. Um, but yep. the next morning I will return south. I think that I've overshot. Yep. Okay. Uh, next day. Um, how valuable are copper? How many copper should I, would I think to leave behind? Two or three One. would be an appropriate parting gift. Uh, but that's going to pretty drastically reduce your supplies. I'll leave three behind. Seems like a appropriate gesture. I started with a ten anyways, so. Mm-hmm. Alright. So I will head back south. One 
two. Oh God. Mm-hmm. And growing impatient, I think I will force March. I, did I get any food from them as I left, or could that have been possible? Like take uh, some food for the road. Yeah, they would have given you a some flatbread like a with bread a, a little something. bit of yeah. um, lamb wrapped in it. Yeah, what do we call it? Um, Ormanon? No, Kamanon. A certain type of non that has. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? I said, are they Indian? I thought we were Greek. Mm. Uh, the Greek, the above, Greeks had flatbread. The and burritos yeah. and every any other food Neil's craving at the time. No, the Greeks had flatbreads. That's a, a, a yeah. Greek food, and we just stuffed some lamb in there. But there's a term for it in India, which, you know, the Greeks could have done. They had a lot of lamb and a lot of flatbreads. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to start force marching. Oh, I need to rest and recover. No, it's fine. It's fine. So I'll rest on this, what is it, like five days? Mm-hmm. Um, it is on this day, as you make your camping spot near the cliffs, that you look out into the ocean, and you see maybe three or 4,000 feet away, some rocks down below, well out of reach and well out of, uh, you know, shouting range. There appear to be two people uh, lounging on the rocks in the middle of the ocean. These rocks jut up and come maybe 15 feet high at most, uh, but they're usually sort of flat and stretch. Uh, and there are two people just lounging on the rocks. Do they have fishy tails? They do not. How hard, how rough are the oceans here? Like how hot, how rough are the seas? Yeah. Mm, it's not too bad right now. Uh, the the surf at the very base of the cliffs can be daunting because there's no beach landing. But beyond that, it's you know, how would you measure that? Like the waves have a period of twenty seconds, so that gives you plenty of time to move between them. Yeah, or more how high they, how high the waves are, or anything like that. Would it be crazy to climb down this cliff, or is it? Uh, it's like a fifty, sixty foot cliff. Uh, a failure would easily spell death. Hmm. I'll watch these people, curious, but I don't think I'm going to join them unless I see an easy path down to the rocks. Give me a perception check. Yeah, so maybe I'll look around to see if there's a... I pass, so I I have a look around. I walk up and down the cliff and see if I can see an easy way down. Or see a a path down. There is a path down. It'll it doesn't go all the way to the cliffside, but there is an area, um, another little ravine that has a dry creek right now that mm-hmm. gets you to about 20 feet below the, above the water's edge. Okay. So I'll head down this creek um and perch on the uh, outcropping and take another look at these folks on the rocks. Yeah, what was that perception check you made? 27? 27. Yeah. Yes. Now that I'm down here, do I get a better look at these people? Um, yeah, the the ocean is reflecting less strongly in your uh, in your eyes. And you can see that they have sort of like a, a kelp covered head dressing or something. Their hair is like this dark green. There's like big leaves of kelp coming off of them. 
Um, Can I roll a folklore check? Please. Selkies or something like that? No, critical fail. Am mm-hmm. I uh, am I enamored by them? Do Absolutely. I jump off the, I jump I mean, off the cliff and go swimming. I don't know if you jump off the cliff, but they are interesting people who are just chilling on the rocks a thousand, couple thousand feet out into the water. Thousand? Uh, yeah. Did I not say I that think, earlier? No, I, I didn't realize they're that far. Yeah, yeah um, they're I pretty far will, out. Alright, I think I'll climb down from here then. Leaving my pack and stuff behind in this little ravine. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um, as the afternoon draws for a close. I mean, I have four movement left, so this is like probably late afternoon. Right. I will uh, attempt to enter the water. Do I need to make a climb check? Please do. It's a third of your strength and dex. Strength and... So that's 29 divided by 3. It's almost a 10. It's like a 9 rounded up. Um, There might be some bonuses. I fail and fall into the water. You most certainly do. Roll me 2d6 divided by 2 because you're falling into water, so it'll break your fall a little bit, but it is uh, sort of rocky down there, so you'll like sort of maybe hit a little bit of a rock or plunge into the water and hit something. Should have taken feather fall. I can't use my... Uh, what spell is it? My uh, glancing blow to like glance the uh, glance the fall. I don't think so. Because um, you... I think your mass is too great to be blocked by glancing blow. There should probably be a mass maximum on it. Before it ends? No. All right. Three points of damage as you, you know, uh, plunge into the the water. water Your back hits one of these muscly rocks and cuts you up all over the place. But you don't take too much concussive damage, just the, the slashing damage. The salt water enters your wounds. The claw marks from the tiger, the lion, the, the muscle now, marks but... here. Yeah. And I uh, go swimming Stings. out to the rocks. As you sort of surface from your, your mishap, you'll see that only one creature is upon the rock now as you swim out to it. I'm about to get murked by some selkies, kelpies, whatever they are it halfway when emerging from the water next to you is a woman uh, this woman with kelp in her hair with sort of a, a greenish uh, mane that comes down to the, the middle of her back she gently kelp in puts her hair or for her hair in her hair she's got like a, a crown of kelp on or a, a wreath of kelp one might call it and a kelp bikini uh no no clothing of which to speak, but she's at just you know just at neck height with you, bobbing in the wave. Hello, I say. I saw you from the cliffs, and I saw you. She says, bobbing in the water next to you, waves lifting you and sinking you. What are you doing out here on the rocks, so far from shore? <laughs> flash, flash. Bathing in the sun, for I do not live on land, but under the sea. You live under the sea? You are very far out. (laughs) I look back, probably for the first time realizing, holy shit, I'm like hundreds of feet from the shore. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, she puts an yeah. arm around you and will help you swim the rest of the way to the rocks where the other uh, can be found. The two of them... I shrug her well, off. I can swim on my own, I think. But... Um, yeah, they take this as a good sign. I don't uh, know normally... where I learned, but somehow I'm a strong swimmer. There must be a, a nearby pond or lake near Necrot. They they pull you onto the rock and mm-hmm. pull you up onto it and feel no shame at the lack their lack of clothing uh, and a great curiosity of looking at you and into your eyes. I look back at them, my steely gray eyes. Mm-hmm. I am Devon. Come from I've come from Necrot, seeking a, a hero's tomb. One of them reaches out a hand to stroke your head as they lounge on the rocky outcropping and says, tell me more. Great hero from the sea named Seltzer uh, is interred somewhere here along the coast. The lady born of mist and spray? Mm, the, the same. I cock ahead. Where you said you were from the sea? Mm-hmm. We are. Are you children of the gods, or have you a mother and father? Well, we Same. have mothers both, and we're all children of the gods. Come, would you like to see where we dwell? Is this a good idea? Um, while I am a strong swimmer, I don't think I can breathe underwater. I didn't take that spell. Fear not. We will not drown you or bring you to your doom, they say coyingly. That sounds ominous. I suddenly shake. No, I should be getting on with my journey. The other I, one reaches out and I don't strokes know what, the side of your face. don't know what possessed me to swim out to you. Um, you are a creature fascinated by new things. As we all are. Come with us. Let us show you where we live. I already roll a folklore check here or not? Uh, you did. You rolled a natural one on your folklore check. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I have no idea what these creatures are. No. Um, but they continue to stroke your face. And I believe I'm going to need you to make me a saving throw versus spell. Yeah, I think I should be going, he says as they... uh, Oh, no, come with us. (laughs) I pass. Pass. Uh, Their charms are not really working on you. Um, Mm -hmm. So one of them... Does does Devon have a a beard? Facial hair? He does not. Smooth Uh, face. Dark 
Yeah. Takes her hand and like rubs it just not only over your chin, but now up and through your head, kind of like scratching mm. at your mm-hmm. hair. And uh, I'll need you to make me now a save versus poison. Oh God, what? Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have, I should have just watched. Oh my God. Oh my God. You are able to resist their charms and your intelligence is not drained. Um, drains int permanently? Until they dispel it of their own volition. Okay. Um, you are free to go if you wish. I like step back. I'm like, what, what do you do to me? What, what are you? Sirens. Creatures of the sea. Come with us. Come with us underwater. We'll show you. We have a home down there filled with air for our friends that we find so they can come live with us. I'm afraid Don't you I want to live going, with us? But... It sounds very enticing, but uh, as I said, I uh, have things to do. Perhaps another time. What do you have to do? And what is your name, fair creature? Lovely man from the land. I said my uh, name was Devon. Devon? How? This must be fortuitous. This must be a meeting of fates. I am Shivon, and this is my sister, Lavon. We must sister, be fated to meet. I, sister, I say, looking to the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mm. look like they could be sisters. They've got a very similar facial structure. One of them's maybe an inch or two taller than the other. Uh, about they're lounging, so you got a pretty good look at their length. Eight. They're about five, six. The other one's maybe five, eight. Are our lives not all rolled by fate? I say. No, I must. Uh, Destiny lures me to to this tomb. Do you know where it is? Seltzer? I know not her final resting place. Only that her candle was snuffed out too early. Her greatness unrealized. Her potential unmet. I nod solemnly. Well, I should be getting back to uh, to land. Won't you stay? Won't you play? This... Perhaps another time. It was lovely meeting you. Um, they are uh, oh. enchanted with you. You have resisted their charms, but you are still right? being like very nice and pleasant with them. Uh, uh, they fawn over you as you attempt to leave. Um, to leave. I will, uh, let's see. I'm going to use conjure spell component to conjure them a gift, a parting gift. Uh, let's see what I can conjure that is worthless, but enchanting. Um, where is that economics? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like a spell component sub tab. Yeah. Spell component. Let's see what we can do. Need 
something from the land that uh what is it says samples wool beeswax wolf spain sand dust crickets whiskers not examples coins gems crow's foot leather what let's see the item is physically moved two specific components per level will appear before the caster falling to the ground unless they're placed at the rate of blah, blah. seems like this is an incomplete description but that's fine give them some crickets <laughs> what caterpillar cocoon coffee bean live cricket <laughs> Yeah, so it'll bring a whole thing. So that, that's why crow's foot is not on there is because it's only a, a part of a crow. So you wouldn't be able to summon, like, unless there was just a, a single crow's foot lying around somewhere, which seems unlikely. Mm -hmm. That's why you can summon, like, a, a cricket, but not a crow's foot. Toad. Maybe the cricket's the way to go. I don't know. Seems kind of odd, but. I'm looking to see if there are flowers or anything on this list, but. Be a feather. An acorn. <laughs> hmm. What is it? Mm. Trying to find the most valuable non-valuable thing I can I can use. Oof. I've got fireflies in my pockets already, don't I? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm enchanted by these sirens and I want to give them a parting gift that they'll remember. Mm. Scales, fishes, I get plenty of fishes out here. Silks.
Well. Alright. I guess we can just give them acorns. <laughs> something yeah. Something from the land to remember me by. So how does this look when you like you don't have the acorns in your hand and then you do, so what's the what do they notice about you producing acorns from nothing? Um I think just that. I think it's like like here's uh, something from the land as a parting gift and I'll like hold my hands cupped Mm -hmm. and then like just like do the spell and like open them and suddenly there's an acorn in each palm. Uh, They each take one of the acorns and marvel over it so smooth, says and one, as, and pointed, says the other. And as they're distracted, I dive into the ocean and swim back towards shore. Uh, that will cause. With one casting, I get two of the spells, so I can't mm-hmm. actually just use one and swim. All right. You can make your way back to shore and give me that climb check to scramble up the cliff here. Yeah. Um, so it's got to be. Nine. But fortunately, I'm in the water, so I think I just can't get up, right? Yeah. You find yourself uh, scrambling along the edge of the cliff, and the waves right now might not be that bad, but they do crash upon the cliff, and you worry about your ability to get anywhere. You can't stay getting battered between the rocks and the, the waves. Mm-hmm. And it's I think late. I will swim away from the cliff and then down the water a little bit to try and find somewhere else to climb up. Did you already use two tiles of movement today? Uh, yes, I had four movement left over, so I don't know how much extra time that buys me. Okay. Um, let's see what we've got. So, I don't... I think swimming I would could also be... force march. Do you want me to make a con check to, like, force march this? Yeah, I think swimming might be on par with, um, what do you call it? Another... Uh, walking through the plains? Maybe about ish. So if you can force march, you can probably, uh, if you're actually sort of like right on this half hex or whatever, yeah, you could probably swim to like this half hex or whatever and try well, another climb. Do I have to swim a whole hex away to retry my climb check? Uh, you need to go to a place that's substantially different, and I think that maybe a hex might be a, a good indicator yes. of that. Well, so it's this hex right here that I would go to, right? Or that it, right. So like yeah, because you're sort of like on the edge, so you would be climbing. Yeah. But I but I left all my bag and my oh, staff yeah, yeah. and all my stuff back behind, so I want to double back. So, you'll so I do I do pass my con check. Okay. Getting me another climb check. Oh my god! The exact same fail. Devon. And I think I've just lost my stuff in that creek bed up there. Mm-hmm battered by waves. There's got to be a beach somewhere along this way, right? I swim for miles and there's no uh, no rocky beach to uh, wash up on. Uh, there was got to be some small little outcropping somewhere that you can wash up on. But it is going to be a hell of a night here on the coast as the tide comes in without your gear. I think you will be able to rest but not recover HP or spell power as sure. your night is spent keeping yourself out of the sea. 
Yeah. Maybe like scrambling up on some rocks and holding yourself for an hour when the tide's at its highest point. Uh, before not being able to find little... anywhere to climb, so I guess maybe I, I maybe I find a rocky beach where I can rest in and not die in the water, mm-hmm. but I can't get up the cliff. So I right. think I like rest and dry out as best I can, and then keep keep trying, keep making my way down the coast. Okay. Uh, next, uh, that's that sirens uh, underwater castles starting to sound better and better. Hmm next day starving and getting thirsty yeah being in the ocean for a long time will do that to you um uh, you can paddle along the shore thank god you took that swimming proficiency right i don't uh, i mean i wouldn't have wound up in that situation if it weren't that's true you can swim southward um, eventually coming to this hex where you can make a climbing check or you can keep trying to swim on (laughs) getting better Eventually, is there a beach down here? Swimming to the plain and finding a nice, soft, sandy beach that just rolls onto plains that stretch on and on. Is the tomb here? Uh, You pull yourself onto shore, tired. Um, You see no tomb, but you do find a resting place. What do you remember about your instructions of the tomb? Where is it? I thought it was northeast. Where the, uh, where the cliffs meet the ocean, meets the plains, maybe? Maybe this what? Maybe. Hmm. There was a three-way meeting or something. Yeah, Yeah. it might be this little nook right here. Mm -hmm. Perception check. Mm -hmm. Nailed it. Well, with a 31, you will recognize the cliff face here near where you pulled yourself out of the water as the one from your dream, but you do not see the grotto that was halfway up it. Um, But the cliff face looks familiar. There's like this outcropping that kind of looks like a crooked nose, like a rock that hangs separate from everything else. Well, I take a day to rest and recover from my force march. Um, I try and find like some fresh water. Uh, Sip on. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trouble finding food, but if you have all day to, no, I guess you did swim a hex, two hexes. Yeah, uh, so you can let's... go two more hexes through the grasslands, basically, or another hex, maybe. Um, you can walk around. I, think I and wander probably around find this hex, try to find, try to find some water. Yeah, rest on the beach. There are small little creeks that can provide you with trace amounts of water. Not enough to really travel for days on end, but if you're only spending if you're spending half a day chilling here, it's fine. And this half day rest will also overcome your um, force march from the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is in the morning when you wake up here and look out, and the first rays of light come striking against you on the beach and against the cliffs that you see the grotto appears before you. Only at dawn. It only appears at dawn. Uh, Well, you see it in the morning light Mm -hmm. when the first rays are touching the cliffside, where it certainly wasn't last night. There it is. Well, I will go climb out to it while it is here, even though I'm lacking my stuff. Can I find a stick that can be used as a quarterstaff? uh... Uh, Roll me a d20 and roll like a 14 or higher. This is the grasslands. There's not much in the way of trees here. 
and what is here is pretty scraggly, not quite straight. No, fists it is. I think this is a great place to wrap up for the day. When we return right. next week, we will explore Devon and the cliffs and Seltzer and the Sirens and the Crot and MP. Fun cool. stuff. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Um, in about 45 minutes, we're going to do critical feedback. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Would you like me to stick around for that? Yeah, if you want. I'm going to get some water and stuff, but if you want to stick yeah. around, we can do critical feedback together. That'd be cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Great. Um, see you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.